Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. Ooh. You got coronavirus. That's over. Race war! Race war! Race war! It's going down! It's going down! I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. It is not, generally speaking, unruly. But fires have been started. We're going to fuck y'all up. We got a two-for-one rule. One of ours, two of yours. Innocent motherfuckers dying. This is only the beginning, motherfucker! It has been entirely peaceful. So there is some of that. For the most part, this uh, protest, this gathering has been peaceful. No punches thrown, no fires lit, nothing like that. Ain't nothing left here, so when we start coming to the suburbs, then what y'all gonna do? We have seen things like white supremacist organizers who have posted things on platforms about coming to Minnesota. Race wars over, everybody! Watch one again! You are fake news. You want the boogaloo? Because that's how you get the boogaloo, okay, folks? Very fake news. I will eat your ass! I'll do it! I agree with that. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free whoever he is. You are a terrific team on all counts. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. That intro didn't play for me. Now I'm pretty worried. Oh, well, you missed a good one, I think. But I was going to say you look distraught. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Otherwise, you're generally familiar with the clips tonight anyway. We'll we'll make it happen. It's always a duct tape production. Um, Anyway, if it wasn't perfectly clear that we've all been duped and conned, on coronavirus and stay at home and wear a mask and all that uh, moral browbeating, uh, all that being a cover for certain political motives. Not to say the vi- again, not to say the virus is a hoax or anything like that, but this being a, a useful political tool. Well, look no further than the coddling of the riots this weekend, where actually zero social distancing happened. Uh, very few people wearing masks. Nobody cares anymore. Right. In fact, the same people calling lockdown protesters irresponsible terrorists a week ago are now cheerleading actually violent rioters as justified and virtuous now, even bailing them out with cash. Can't wait to discuss that. Uh, my, how the times have changed so quickly. Your business and job aren't essential, but the race riots suddenly and assuredly are. And, um, I'm actually kicking myself a little bit for lacking the foresight in thinking coronavirus would fade away slowly. Of course, it was going to be tossed out of the car immediately in favor of some other panic source. They kind of phased it out, though. It went pretty fast. It went pretty fast. Uh, And of course, I didn't we we didn't predict coronavirus panic when we were trying to speculate post impeachment back in February. We didn't uh, predict virus outbreak. Yeah. 
And we definitely didn't predict race war to end, <laughs> or at least people trying to encourage a race war. What did we end. predict when people asked? I can't remember. I can't we should have been more creative. We should have been more creative. How do we not predict race war? I, well, this one seems like it's extra effort, the heightened effort. Anyway, it's it's an awful weekend of events to break down, obviously. But at least there's one silver lining. What was your favorite anti-Second Amendment argument? Because there's only one thing more dead than coronavirus and social distancing, and that's the nobody needs an AR-15 uh, Antiquated constitution. Like, that was a good one. Yeah, I will remember that one, Sarah McLaughlin style. Uh, if you wonder why somebody might need an AR-15, just turn on the news or um, or stand by. Stay tuned. We will break it all down, the latest on the death of George Floyd and all the riots that have followed. Plus, uh, in this, it's going to be a mostly George Floyd and reaction type show. There's a lot of pieces of tinfoil in this story that I think need discussion. And I say this as somebody who's not generally a tinfoily type person, but there are weird characters doing weird things. There are weird details about the cop and George Floyd. There are weird timing issues. So um, so I'm more tinfoily on this one than usual. I think none of it makes a lot of sense. And before we, uh, before we get out of here, Trump goes to battle with Twitter this week after Twitter starts flagging his tweets. And uh, Amazon successfully gets a, about a dozen local news stations to broadcast propaganda for it, essentially. It's one, of those, uh, it's one of those creepy news repetition pieces that shows a bunch of stations repeating the same story word for yes, word. Yes, yes. Yeah. But this one is all about how awesome Amazon is and how awesome they're doing to keep everyone and their workers safe during the pandemic, the now expired and over pandemic. And of course, we will take Super Chats on YouTube, Streamlabs, or DLive in between topics, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show. Because we are no good low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over there is uh, special deals from listener owned businesses. Of course, this week's feature business is Phoenix Ammunition. And what did I just say about every anti-2A argument you've ever heard being debunked just by turning on the news this weekend? Well, our friend Justin over at Phoenix Ammo has understood that lesson for many years, and he's been keeping guys employed through Gretchen Whitmer's lockdown in Michigan as well to make sure everyone who wants a little personal security is well supplied. Here's Justin. Everybody is responsible for their own defense, and so we're going to make sure that we can do everything in our power to make sure that they have what they need when they need it. It's Friday afternoon in Novi, and in a moderately spacious warehouse, a handful of men are cranking out ammunition by the minute. We caught up with Justin Nazarov, owner of Phoenix Ammunition, a local bullet manufacturer working to meet the spike in demand for ammunition. What we really hope is that people kind of have uh, uh, heart-to-heart moment where they they realize that the society we live in is more fragile than they would believe. So whether you're looking to plink or to compete or to defend your fundamental life and liberty, Phoenix has a product for you. And Phoenix, of course, offers listeners of this show 5% off all of their products, um, which is, uh, they have tons of stuff, by the way, useful for all sorts of preparedness, not just ammunition. Check them out. Uh, promo code MC Listener gets you 5% off everything at phoenixammo.com. That's F E N I X ammo.com. You can find everything from Phoenix plus special deals from the last uh, from the rest of our friendly listener owned businesses, uh, including Charity Swipes, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Hero Soap Company, and more at mattchristensenmedia.com. Deals for listeners 
by listeners. Quick production note, did that promo play for you or are we yes. in trouble? Okay, we're so we're good. good. All right, duct tape succeeds yet again. Yeah, but I'm sad I missed your intro. I'll have to listen to it later. It was a good one. Coronavirus got the bullet, and then uh, the uh, the we got the race, the call to the race war, the South Park call to race war. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I really just a few quick stories before we get into obviously the big uh, the big story of the weekend and all the riots. Uh, when last we left our story with uh, Joe Biden. He had maybe the gaffe to end all gaffes. As far as he's concerned, he said, you ain't black unless you vote for me, essentially. Well, he appeared on CNN this week and he was asked about that. You ain't black gaffe. Mm-hmm. And he apologized in, in a way that was consistent with the apology we covered last weekend, saying, oh, I was being a wise guy. But he added on this time, well, I was being a wise guy because Charlemagne was being a wise guy. And I just responded to his wise guyness. Here's Joe Biden. It was a mistake. Number one. And I was smiling when he asked me the question. I was, you know, I, I, I shouldn't have been such a wise guy with him. He was being a wise guy and I responded kind. I shouldn't have done that. It was a mistake. I have never taken the African-American community for granted. Never, never, never once. Uh, he was not responding to a prompt. He, if you go back and look at the context, it was not banter. Charlemagne said, hey, man, next time you're in New York, we'd like to have you in studio because we got a lot more things to talk about. Right. Sure thing. Because just so you know, you ain't black unless you vote for me, Charlemagne. And if you watch the entire interview, there really isn't a lot of banter between the two. I, I would sort of understand if they were gagging back and forth. Charlemagne looks, yeah. he looks disinterested the whole time. He's like, oh, God, yeah. this guy sucks, but I guess I'm going to have to go with this. Anyway, uh, we uh, we covered this uh, insider trading story from uh, a select few senators alleged to have uh, alleged to have dumped stock based on insider coronavirus knowledge back in what February? When was that? The, uh, yeah, what, I think so. the charges are gone now, at least for most of them. Mm-hmm. What's the story here? Uh, yeah, I think they're only going to continue with Burr. So it looks like the Justice Department has closed insider trading investigations into Diane Feinstein, um, Loeffler, and uh, who's the other one? Inhofe? Is that, is that how you say Inhofe, it? Inhofe, yeah. Inhofe. Uh, so they're all in the clear and they're going to continue with Burr. And it, was there any explanation? I mean, that was our kind of our question was, I need to know what the specific insider information they saw was to make a judgment about their guilt. But we never really got that. Yeah, I think that they, they think that it's only really provable in the case of Burr. Okay. Um, I would imagine if this was politically motivated that they would be throwing all of them out. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see where the Burr story goes then, but uh, the rest are off the hook, I guess. Uh, meanwhile, Carl Mankey, who continues to be uh, the hero to fight against the Wicked Witch of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, last we left the story, he had won a, a he had won a decision in the court of, um, in a lower court. Uh, this was Judge Matthew Stewart, who said the state had failed to demonstrate that Mankey was an imminent danger. Uh, and thus could stay open. But the state appealed that it went to an appeals court in Michigan. The appeals court has disagreed and has ordered Mankey now to cease all operations. But Mankey's lawyer has filed an appeal to the Michigan Supreme court, which has resulted in an automatic stay on the order for him to close. Meaning Mankey will continue to be open. He cut hair on Thursday, according to this report. And uh, as far as I understand, he says he does not have plans to close his shop. Uh, again, loot businesses, that's just fine. We might even bail you right, out. with a ca- right. Don't open your business. Looting business. As long as he closes up shop and people go in there and steal anything of value, he has mm. 
perfectly fine. Um, tr- uh, of course, we've been monitoring the, uh, uh, the severance of our relationship with the World Health Organization on Friday. Trump announced that uh, the U.S. is terminating that relationship outright with the WHO. Good. Uh, Trump, of course, had previously announced a temporary halt in funding, but this decision is permanent, or at least uh, through Trump's tenure as president. We're not going to be giving the WHO money. We're not going to be dealing with them. Uh, If we're going to get Chinese propaganda out of the WHO, we can get that for free. So I'm glad to see that we're not paying for that service, at least, and... Maybe the WHO will improve its ways, but I doubt it. A wise man once said. They're still uh, they're still on trial. The I doubt it guys. Someone sent me a an update still? recently. How long? Yeah. It's been a year. There was a delay in the case. That was actually a year and a half. It was fall oh, 2018. But if we get more any more information on the I doubt it dumpster defender case, we'll of course update as well. And lastly, uh, we we sent some astronauts into space. That's kind of a big story. First time in a decade, but so know, they delayed not, it twice, right? I, th- I don't know. I know it was delayed Wednesday, but I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big space follower, space travel follower. But I know they delayed it on Wednesday because of weather. Uh, Lift off of the SpaceX uh, spacecraft carrying two NASA astronauts happened just after 3:20 Eastern Time PM. Uh, from Florida's Kennedy Space Center. This was yesterday. The astronauts were set to spend 19 hours on the trip to the International Space Station. I have not looked for uh, an update, but I assume they have made it that we'd be past that time window now. Anyway, um, as Andy Melanakis tweeted on Twitter, uh, obviously, congratulations (laughs) to the astronauts who left the Earth today. Good choice. I I agree, (laughs) as we will see. Excellent time to leave the Earth if you have the option. All right, uh, we will get right into it. Um, I I don't really have interest in breaking down the the main George Floyd footage. I feel like everybody's seen that already. I'm talking about uh, Officer Derek Chauvin kneeling on George Floyd. Pretty much everybody's seen that by now. But if you haven't, just to update you generally on the case quickly, this was Monday night. George Floyd, he's a black man in Minneapolis. He's confronted by police officers for allegedly using a counterfeit $20 bill at a store. That was the crime for which the police were called. They call it, I saw it reported as uh, forgery or fraud, but it's about counterfeit money. Um, So police remove Floyd from his car. They find him in his car. They remove him from the car. They escort him around for a few minutes. We'll see some of that in a moment. And ultimately, of course, Derek Chauvin pins Floyd on the ground, kneeling on his neck. The cop kneels on his neck for about five minutes as Floyd struggles. He's saying he can't breathe. Five minutes. I keep hearing nine minutes. I think the total tape is nine. Okay. But the actual pinning and kneeling is about five. Uh, Floyd's struggling. He's saying he can't breathe. Bystanders uh, film the event and uh, three others stand by. Floyd eventually goes limp and, and unresponsive. While Officer Chauvin remains on top of him, Floyd is then loaded into an ambulance, unresponsive without a pulse. Attempts to revive him failed. He was pronounced dead at the Hennepin County Hospital shortly thereafter. The uh, police press release originally said Floyd had physically resisted officers. Mm -hmm. And later in the week, some additional surveillance footage from a nearby business shows, at least according to this footage, there's some gap between when he was pulled out of the car and when he's pinned. But in this footage, we don't see a lot of physical resistance. To me, it just looks like a guy who's wasted on something, sort of stumbling around. But here's what that footage looks like. You can see him pulling him out of the car. 
and he's you know, he's not having a fun time, but I wouldn't say that he's like physically fighting the cop or really being even uncooperative, to be honest. He sits there for a little while, then they move him across the street. You can see him kind of stumble over the curb. He, he just collapses right here by the cop car. And then eventually it looks like they try to get him in the car. Now how he gets from the car to the ground and the, the kneeling on the neck, that's still a little bit unclear. Hmm. Um, but that is the footage that we have available. And since that original footage was posted, the kneeling on the neck footage, there have been, uh, there had been, of course, calls for a charge with um, intense pressure on Hennepin County District Attorney Mike Freeman. Mike Freeman comes out in a press conference on Thursday saying it would be unethical for him to discuss evidence before making a charging decision. But he mm -hmm. says at the time he has evidence that doesn't support a charge. And this kind of inflamed people even more this week. This is what he had to say. It's a violation of my ethics to talk and evaluate evidence before we announce our charging decision. And I will not do that. My job in the end is to prove that he violated a criminal statute. And there is other evidence that does not support a criminal charge. We need to weigh through all of that evidence and to come through with a meaningful determination. And we are doing that to the best of our ability. Mm -hmm. Why do you charge him then? 24 hours later, roughly, the charges came through. Freeman clarified after that press conference that he meant all evidence must be considered before making a charging decision. And everyone was raging him at, uh, raging at him for that. And I do think the right answer is probably shut the hell up until you make a charging decision. If it's unethical for you to talk about it beforehand, don't talk about it. But I get it. Like there, there was tons of tons and tons of pressure on this guy. Yeah. It, reports are he was receiving thousands of phone calls. So I think he's just trying to buy a minute to do his job. And to those advocating haste in charging, if you want justice, if you think what you saw with Chauvin kneeling on Floyd was criminal. And by the way, I, I don't, I'm not, a, I don't know the ins and outs of Minnesota law, but to me, that's police brutality, excessive use of force, probably some criminal implication there. So mm -hmm. I would like to see justice served. If you want that though, the prosecutor has to make the correct charge. Yeah. If the prosecutor makes a charge that he can't prove or support, guess what happens? Derek Chauvin goes free and justice is not served unless yeah. you want to go full mob justice, which maybe they do. Uh, there's yeah. a strong effort for that. So it's not, it's not like a, Oh, Derek Chauvin did nothing wrong argument. It's like, if you, if you want Derek Chauvin brought to justice, you need to give the prosecutor a minute to bring the right charge to him. Ultimately on Friday, the prosecutor decided to bring a third-degree murder charge and a second-degree manslaughter charge. This against that officer, Derek Chauvin. He was arrested Friday as well. He faces a maximum sentence of 25 years on the murder charge, 10 years on the manslaughter charge. We also got uh, George Floyd's, the, the medical examiner's report for George Floyd. And that has some interesting information. What's in there? Um, it still looks like it's pending. Uh, but. From what we can tell right now, it doesn't look like there that his death was the result of asphyxia or strangulation, which this is very confusing for me. I don't know what to make of this. Uh, when this came out, I was like, this is so horrible. And now I'm like, is there more to this, <laughs> more to this than, than we, we already know? Yeah, and probably. So the autopsy is still pending. It was conducted on Tuesday um, following his death on Monday. Uh, and we'll see the full report probably in the next 
few weeks. But as of right now, there it has been released that no physical findings that support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxiation or strangulation. And yeah. it does say that their underlying health conditions included that included coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart disease. And combined with the restraint and the intoxicants that contributed to his death. Yeah. That being if- said, kneeling on somebody's carotid artery, artery for several minutes will typically result in death. Yeah. Well, just just because it may not be the cause of death, we'll wait and see what the additional information shows. That doesn't mean that it's right either. And mm-hmm. certainly this is very unusual police behavior. Yeah. I've, I've seen some conflicting reports. Some people saying that the, the Minneapolis Police Department does actually support or endorse this tactic. I'm not aware of that. Uh, most what? sources, I, most Where'd sources, I, I've just heard people on various streams saying it. So, mm-hmm. you know, take it with a grain of salt. Mo- most sources I'm aware of say, yeah, that's not a thing. Uh, kneeling on a guy's neck as a method of, of subduing or detain, detaining a person. That's not a thing. Yeah. Not the biggest uh, expert in policing tactics, but I've never seen something like that. So just because it didn't necessarily cause the death doesn't mean that it's right it, it it's it can still be wrong but we'll see them anyway and their pre-existing relationship has also kind of thrown oh i want to talk the tinfoil later later i don't want to go there sorry. just yet but i do find that very weird but we don't want to get lost in the details too because nobody has time for details nobody has time for facts uh, we're just going to go out and we're going to get free TVs and we're going to get whatever it is that we can in our community. We're going to break stuff. We're going to collect stuff. We're going to whatever. The rioters, the riots and the rioters started taking action on Wednesday night, really when we were going live with the call-in show. We were watching some of this break. Yeah. Boy, we had and, no uh, idea what was coming, did we? No, I, I mean, I, I, it was serious at the time, but I didn't know. I didn't necessarily expect it to spread across the country in the way it has. You can see a map on your screen. Um, so the the Minneapolis Police Third Precinct is kind of in the bottom uh, section of of this map, and the target is uh, a little northwest of there. You see a lot of these businesses that were hit. There was the AutoZone, Target, Dollar Tree. There was Cub Foods grocery store, etc. So a lot of these businesses were hit first on Wednesday night. Then there were then the, the looting uh, and the rioting carried on until ultimately they they burned down the Minneapolis Third uh, Precinct building to apparently almost no resistance from the actual police force. They just surrendered the police precinct to the rioters who burned it down, and you can watch the police actually fleeing or retreating from the um, from the precinct. Anyway, here, here's some of the the scenes from Minneapolis Wednesday Thursday. So it's free TV time. This is what George Floyd would have wanted, of course. Look inside it. This is Target. Oh, wow, folks. We've got... Yeah, iPhones are just gone. This is, this is the dollar store. We're in the dollar store, which is on fire. And there's about an inch of water on the floor because the sprinkler system went off. This clip I was mentioning oh in my, my last video, God. it looks like Syria. It oh. looks like a damn war zone. This is a peaceful protest. That's a peace. That's a car of, that's a truck of peace or a car of peace from the peaceful protest on your left. There. Unbelievable, but there's more. So this is the police precinct to apparently almost almost no resistance from the police. The police are driving out. They're fleeing. They're having fireworks shot at them. 
various objects thrown at them. And then there were some journalists on the ground talking to some of these rioters. And again, we're going to hear how peaceful these people were in a minute. But these are guys saying like, yeah, we're, we're coming to kill you. Basically, we're not only are we going to kill you here, we're going to kill you in the suburbs. We'll see if those threats become reality. But here's some here's a sample of what they were saying. A two for one rule, nigga. One of ours, two of yours. Innocent motherfuckers dying. We coming for y'all niggas. This is only the beginning, motherfucker. When we start coming to the suburbs, when we come to the government center, then what y'all going to do? You see what I'm saying? So, hey, that's just what's going to happen, you know? Hmm. A bunch of white supremacists, says we'll hear it. I know, it in right? Those were, that's who we're dealing with, clearly. Uh, reportedly, in, in good news, it was a quieter night last night in Minneapolis. So uh, you do have a heavy police presence there now. There's, a, there's a, uh, a curfew in place as well. But they've got the National Guard, state troopers, city police, all present across the Twin Cities. So it sounds like last night was comparatively quiet. Um, but the, it, it's so interesting how this has spread, too across the country because it's weird to think that say police in Oakland, California would have anything to do with a guy, a cop kneeling on the neck of a guy in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. But that's the way we're going to go with it. And not only that, but we're going to wait until after in many of these cases, not all, but a lot of these cases are over the weekend after the cop was arrested and charged. We're still going to run. What is it that these people want? Do you want, does everybody get a turn? Like, are we just going to hang him like a pinata and everyone gets a turn beating him? Is that, yeah. Is that I what mean, they we've, want? We've discussed vigilante justice on our show uh, quite a number of times. And mm-hmm. you've always convinced me that it would be bad if we set that precedent. And I think maybe you're right. <laughs> I do right believe it would be bad. Uh, yes. And I think this, I think this weekend is an example of why, to be honest. Um, but but it's not just Minneapolis. Obviously, this is going on. I, the New York Times report you referenced earlier was like what seventy five cities over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Most major cities have something going on. That again, not all violent, not all, but a lot. <laughs> and I yeah. don't to say that these are mostly peaceful or something like that. As we'll hear in a minute, no, they're plenty violent. Right. They're uh, they're yeah, they're plenty terrible. So in Oakland. Um, there were there are deaths in Oakland and Detroit. There may be more. This uh, I haven't had a chance to look within the last few hours. But in Oakland, two people, including a federal security contractor, were killed on Friday night. The federal security contractor was fatally shot at a federal building in Oakland. The right. assailant reportedly shot from a vehicle. Another officer was injured, a, and a Detroit man died on Friday after he was shot near protests inside his vehicle. And that reporting makes me a little nervous because that just could be normal Detroit. Like mm-hmm. shot, <laughs> shot near a protest. I, the, the reporting's a little sketchy. It might just be a normal night in Detroit or Chicago. Yeah, but really. Uh, we do have a lot of violent riots going on. These are the deaths. In, um, in Louisville, they were out protesting on Thursday night. Uh, George Floyd, but primarily there was another case in Louisville, um, Brianna Taylor, the, the people are protesting for justice for Brianna Taylor, who was a woman shot and killed in her apartment in March. And seven more people were shot at this protest. We'll actually hear some of that gunfire in a clip momentarily. And, and I've seen if you've been on Twitter or other social media over the weekend, you've probably been inundated with way too many horrible clips to even watch. So I'm not really interested in giving you a montage of horrible. And frankly, Susan... 
won't let me show some of them. Well, I had to you censor from this week. God, I had, every clip I saw, I was like, thank God for that clip of that guy lighting himself on fire. I don't think there I would have made it. Comedic relief. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Although Susan says I can't show that one either. I had to what? blur that. Yeah. Oh, it's I, so funny. I watched it like five times. You'll get the general gist, but I, I had to blur a lot of imagery because uh, because Susan says that I can't show them. I can show some of them, though. These are some of the interesting clips from the weekend. Here's a woman in... Um, you can see her winding up. A woman in Baltimore was at a George Floyd protest. I guess she claims that she's mentally ill now. I, I don't know what her condition is. But she's having a confrontation with police, and she punches a cop in the face and finds out that's a route to a bad time very quickly. Oh! 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 Other cop just sucker punches her out cold. Now, Chicago looks like the damn Walking Dead. I probably should have put the music in there. But you got people, a mob in Chicago just sucking, like just pulling cops around and pulling them into the mob to disappear momentarily. This is what that looked like. Okay, this is where it starts to get borderline trigger warning worthy awful. This is, uh, you can't see much in this video, it's too far away, but this is a husband and wife who own a store in Rochester, New York. There are people trying to loot their shop and the husband and wife have to start defending themselves. The people start beating them with two by fours and the husband has to come out with a golf club to try to fight these people off to defend his wife. wife in the blue getting punched she white it's hard to tell they look like they probably are i don't know and then this scene i have to censor in dallas did this, this dude live he did oh my yeah, god after i watched this i was like i am sure that dude's dead when i saw this last night i thought i just watched a murder yeah i just watched a guy get killed yeah so what you're gonna see here a what you can imagine behind the blur, thanks to Susan, is um, is a mob beating and stoning a guy. Uh, and, and what the context here is that this guy had a sword or a machete or a blade. He was trying to defend a business that was at the mercy of this mob. And the mob just overwhelmed him and just started kicking the shit out of him. And I can't show you, but when the mob disperses and his body is there, it is mangled as though it was in a car wreck or something, just twisted and grotesque. And he's laying face down in a pool of his own blood, not a pool, but like smearings of his own blood. And that's it. I, like, I, like you said, I, I was convinced he was dead after I watched this. That guy did live, as you mentioned. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, our live chat saying that he lived and his Twitter is really cringe and blue pill. Well, that, I, I don't even care what his Twitter is, <laughs> whether what his politics are. I, that doesn't bother me. Uh, no, but I mean, it's like they, they clearly just did this because he was white. So you want to ally with criminal black people? Let's see how well that ends for you. Well, I don't think he was allied with them in this case. There's additional footage that shows him with this sword thing running around. He was running around with a machete. I heard that, too. Yeah, yeah. And, but according to his description and it sounds consistent with the footage I've seen 
Um, his name is Charles Schultz, and he is a Catholic writer from Dallas. He tweeted about the incident on Sunday morning saying he was trying to protect the bar he loves. So um, he, for now, he says he's tired and he needs to sleep, but he's going to explain more on Twitter later. What's his, uh, his Twitter account, if you want to follow, is at Harrier Magnus uh, right there, if you want to follow that account to see his update. But again, I, and I, I haven't seen an update on what his injuries are. You can he see he was fucked up. They show his face at the end of that. Yeah, video. you can see his face here, and he looks like he's got cuts to the face. But I, it wasn't his face that freaked me out. It was, his, it looked like multiple body. broken bones. Yeah, just his just body like a all pile twisted, crumpled into a little pile. Like yeah. he was a bug that someone squished or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that that's just a handful. That's a small sampling of the, t- the scenes of terrible from across the country over the weekend. You mentioned we need a palate cleanser, a little, um, uh, a little comedic relief. Well, there was a rioter in Fayetteville, North Carolina, attempting to start a building on fire with a Molotov cocktail. It looks like the Molotov caught maybe his dreads or his clothing. I, I couldn't tell. And I have to blur it because Susan says so. But you get the general idea. I've never gotten so much pleasure out of watching a video of somebody burn themselves horribly. <laughs> well, where do we stand now? Um, this morning, Trump says uh, he he's tweeted that he's designating Antifa a terrorist organization. Now, to what extent is Antifa involved in all of this? That was the debate on Twitter today. Uh, we have some additional clips we'll show later. What's that, that going to do, though? Well, I, yeah, I don't care what the words are. I care about the prosecution of crimes. And um, and that's the so he just tweets this out and it's unclear what that means in terms of policy or prosecution. But we should find out soon in terms of um, tangible steps. Attorney General Barr said in a statement this morning that the Department of Justice will work with its 56 regional FBI joint terrorism task forces to focus on, quote, apprehending and charging the violent radical agitators who have hijacked peaceful protest and are engaging in violations of federal law. And critics yeah. are saying that. Uh, you can't do this. The federal government has never labeled a domestic group as a terrorist group. This has First Amendment complications. This has due process complications. And it's it's uh, it's possible that it does. I'm not even dismissing that criticism. I will say welcome to the club. I'm glad to hear you guys actually care about those things now. And ultimately, I don't I don't care. As you mentioned, I don't care what we call it. Just prosecute the criminals. I don't care what we label them. I really don't. I don't care if you call them a terrorist or not. What they're doing is violence in the name of a political cause. That would meet the definition of terrorism. But just prosecute them according to what the law says. And we have uh, National Guard activations in uh, over a dozen cities as of right now. Uh, Oh, actually, a dozen states. Twelve other states beyond Minnesota plus D.C. have activated the National Guard. Curfews are in place in Minneapolis, Seattle, Atlanta, L.A., and Louisville, perhaps elsewhere as well. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom declared a state of emergency. So um, I guess it's beyond stay at home in California. It's stay in your room in California now. You have to stay only in your room. That's all that's allowed. Uh, But uh, but that's the state of things. Uh, It looks like things maybe have, have quieted down a little bit, but I've seen some really insane clips breaking in just the last couple hours. I don't know if you saw that semi running down 35W in Minneapolis through... The interstate is basically crowded with nothing but protesters, and a semi runs 
really fast <laughs> and they all split no, like the Red Sea. Yeah, you can you can Google that one. I didn't have time to prep it. But there's some other stuff going on. We got, uh, you know, I see some other stuff going on in the news. Hopefully the, the law and order can be restored a little bit here. But that's kind of a, a general summary of what happened over the weekend. But meanwhile, we have politicians and media doing everything they can to coddle these riots and to deflect blame. So, of course, you're going to get this line repeated, mostly peaceful. These events are peaceful. Nothing to see here. Limited violence. Only a few spots of violence. This isn't a candlelight vigil, which is what they should have done if they wanted to be taken seriously. Yeah, you were making that point on, on Wednesday. And, and that's in cases like this. I, I will freely admit that I, I think I'm a little bit biased in a lot of these cases because the, the Black Lives Matter movement generally has been so loose with the truth in the past. See, hands up, don't shoot. That when a case like this happens where, you know, it, it quite possibly is cut and dry, very obvious police brutality that should be prosecuted. Maybe it has a racial element that's not really established, but it's possible. Point is, my skepticism of these claims is so deep based yeah, on the crying wolf in the past that I will freely admit I'm probably a little biased against these sorts of claims. But to the point you were making, if you just go out there and have a vigil and talk, I'm very sympathetic. You start burning down stuff and stealing and beating up random couples who then own stores. Then I will stores. promptly forget whatever the precipitating event was. Yeah, way to, uh, way to erase the sympathy. And, and, you know, I, 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 should, I should be fair. The sympathy still extends to, say, George Floyd or George Floyd's family. But you can't tell me these people stealing TVs give a shit about George Floyd, a point that we'll hear a, a fellow right. uh, civil, well, a, a civil rights activist speak to in a minute. Anyway, the, the efforts to cover for these violent rioting actions are just hilarious. So CNN and MSNBC both insisted that the protests in Minneapolis are peaceful, even while being attacked in the case of CNN and then in the case of MSNBC actually being in front of the fire. He, the guy on MSNBC right. was actually the meme of the dog in the fire saying this is fine. Everything's fine. And then local media in Louisville called the protest there peaceful immediately after he says that gunshots were fired and everybody freaks out. Check out some of these clips. I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it is not. Uh, it is not generally speaking unruly, but fires have been started. Again, for the most part, this uh, protest, this gathering, has been peaceful. No punches thrown, no fires lit, nothing like that. Now, shots fired. Yes, shots fired. It is okay. worth pointing out that it has been entirely peaceful. Bottle thrown, uh, which is not uncommon. So there is some of that. They like to take it out of the media, as everybody does. But rather than you know yell at us and and, and throw stuff at us, not in a in a mean way, and we'll be fine. You're right. We're an easy target, but we can take it. And this is this is them peacefully vandalizing CNN HQ in uh, in Atlanta. Babylon B headline was CNN attracts largest crowd in years, something like that. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, as far as, um, uh, the Louisville clip, in fairness, the reporter didn't know gunshots were about to ring out when he was saying that it just happens to be a hilarious coincidence, Yeah, but he is, if you watch the full clip, he's watching them trying to tip an ambulance and he's saying, 
It's mostly peaceful. Nothing really, nothing really violent going. Well, they're trying to tip over an ambulance. Uh, and then in the case of CNN, funny how Don Lemon suddenly has no problem with media mistreatment. Now, if Trump tweets, that is a horrendous attack on the media. Uh, if people in MAGA hats yell at Jim Acosta, that is a horrendous attack on the media. If Black Lives Matter writers throw objects at a CNN reporter, well, then CNN is tough and, and we can handle it. No, that, that's not a controversy. Those people are peaceful. And in maybe the most egregious piece of the blame game, the public safety commissioner and the governor of Minnesota said in a press conference Saturday that they believe white supremacists are responsible for the rioting, How? or at least partially. How? That they're part of the bad actors here. They've discovered how they've discovered online message board postings. They saw some 4chan shit talking. And so now they know who's behind it all. Uh, And we have seen things like white supremacist organizers who have posted things on platforms about coming to Minnesota. Uh, we are checking to see, do the folks that we have that we have made arrests on and that we have information, are they connected to those platforms? Can you address, are there white supremacists causing destruction in the city? Yeah, well, these, these, the unconfirmed reports, and, uh, and again, we're trying to get that. I certainly can't confirm personally on this. My, my suspicions and what I've seen on this, yes. <laughs> We've seen it on the Internet. Now, I do welcome any videos of Klansmen or whatever, Tiki Torch guys, whoever. Show me the clips of them instigating or committing the violence, and I will uh, warm up to this claim. But I do find it hilarious that you can live in an ultra-progressive city run by nothing but progressives on the city council, run by nothing but Democrats, mostly statewide. You have Keith Ellison prosecuting the laws. You're represented by Ilhan Omar. You have Justin Trudeau South, as I was saying, as the mayor. And you're watching a, a, a... cornucopia of Minneapolis's diversity that you celebrate. Let's put it that way. A cornucopia of diversity committing the crimes you can watch on foot on video. And they're going to go with this delusional conspiracy theory that it's white supremacists doing this to their city because reasons it's Uh, the unfalsifiable premise. What's that race war race war provocation i guess so but i also resent being pushed in the direction of a race war by the media and other faceless individuals so i kind of want to resist that but Hmm. you know my boogaloo feelings are rising i will say that Uh, well i think that's fair given the insanity that we've seen and 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 also i want to say given the total backtrack on the tyranny light as i was calling it that we saw before i mean flashback a week george floyd is a name nobody knows and we're all being told that you must stay at home otherwise you'll infect every grandma in the world and kill her exactly flash forward a week and suddenly not only can you go out and mass gatherings all you want but you can steal you can vandalize you can commit crimes Talk about people worried about destroying the country. We have people actively out there destroying the country, and that's a non-scandal now. Yeah. Every principle that was supposed to be upheld last week has been abandoned this week. The other piece of the blame game is that it was outside agitators. You had the governor of Minnesota saying he thinks 80% of the arrests uh, of of Minneapolis rioters were from out-of-state people. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry made similar claims earlier in the week. The problem is that isn't true. According to this local NBC analysis, they looked at arrest records that are available with the Hennepin County Jail. Uh, they, They were able to get 69 of them. 56 
were from Minnesota. Five are unknown. A handful of other states had one person arrested. That is 86% Minnesotans. So that narrative doesn't appear to be correct either, at least for now. Uh, and then you have uh, <laughs> you have all these celebrities who started this trend on, on, on Twitter to virtue signal and donate money to bail oh, out the Minneapolis Steve Carell, why? Yeah, I know. You got, you got Steve Carell. Uh, Justin Timberlake from Seth Rogen, but not Steve Carell. Justin Timberlake was one of them that I saw. I was responding on Twitter this morning. Uh, let's see, Patton Oswalt. That's kind of expected. expected. Cynthia Nixon. That's expected. Ugh. But you got all these celebrities donating to get these um, to get these Minneapolis rioters bailed out of jail. You also have something like a dozen Joe Biden staffers, at least 13 members of the former vice president's campaign made donations to the Minnesota freedom fund, which opposes cash bail to avoid being jailed out before trial Reuters reported on Saturday. So I assume that means they've made, uh, they've made donations recently with the purpose of bailing out the protesters specifically this, according to the New York post. Uh, now the interesting thing about all of these people donating to bail out these, these rioters, well, you have, you have two possibilities in, in what you're accomplishing here. So first of all, I just heard that it was a bunch of white supremacists who were caught. So are you, are you bailing out the white supremacists or the puppets of the white supremacists? Only the white supremacists. That's, that's definitely what they're doing with this. You got to pick one on that narrative and, and assuming that that, narrative is in fact bullshit which i expect that it is the actual question is why are they bailing out criminals who are ruining good people's lives but specifically in the context of their ideology black lives you are bailing out people who are ruining black lives the alleged thing that you're supposed to be protecting with this whole stunt and there are countless examples of that there is a man named kb bala who is a retired brooklyn center firefighter he put his life savings into building Scores Sports Bar in Minneapolis. In fact, his opening was impacted or delayed by coronavirus. So he's all set to <laughs> reopen this sports bar. That he, he worked as a firefighter for years. He did the right thing. He's built a business. He's benefiting his community. How does he get rewarded? Rioters come in and they loot the place. Today, we found Corboy Bala, who invested his life savings into opening this sports bar, cleaning up. While our camera was there, looters came back to try to steal his safe. Right, trying to steal the safe. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to work so hard to get Oh, my God. So hard. The one piece of good news for him is that a GoFundMe to help him rebuild is currently over $900,000. And that was based on a $100,000 goal. So I hope not only can he rebuild his sports bar, but I hope he can build a bigger, better one with that money. And I hope, honestly, I hope what he does, yeah, I'm going to rebuild and not here, not here. In I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. And, and that's the tragedy. It's like, oh, oh, who cares if we loot Target and burn it down? They're rich. They have insurance. I don't know. Maybe the people who work at Target care. Maybe the people who shop at that Target care. You do understand that even if they have insurance, that insurance cost is going to go up. Guess who pays the insurance cost? Gets passed off to the consumers who are low income right. in that community. Oh, so, yeah, yeah great job. You know, you have, speaking of saving black lives, here's a black life who did everything right, who built something to benefit his community. And if he has any sense, he's going to take he's going to take the money from the people who are helping him out and he's going to leave. Because why would you take this risk again? I wouldn't. 
He's not the only one. The, uh, local news captured a, a crying old woman. She's crying because her community is being ruined for no good reason. Yeah. And they went straight to Office Max, the dollar store, and every store over here that I go to. I have nowhere to go now. Oh, I have no way to get there because the buses aren't running. These people did this for no reason. It's not gonna bring George back here. Oh my God. So why are you donating to the people who ruin a, a, a good black man's business? Why are you donating to the people who ruin the stores that an old black woman shops at for the supposed benefit of the oppressed black community? So that your pedophile friends in Hollywood think you're a good person or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one last example, there's a, there's a past NAACP president who's trying to get prescription medication for her daughter at a target in St. Paul. Oh yeah. But the target is being looted. It's the riders are there. And so she's screaming, what the hell are you guys doing? Get the hell out of here. This is, this isn't useful. Uh, you guys need to I go home. And these people don't give a damn about about George Floyd because they they took and fired the police officers. They're going to charge them when the investigation they is over. They got the investigating him. That's right. Come on, so now. hell, leave this, this shit alone. These the motherfuckers need to go home. <laughs> I, I can only laugh at the these, these motherfuckers need to go home line. That's great. great. I need to clip that one. That is uh, Diane Burns. She was president of the St. Paul chapter of the NAACP from 2016 to 2018. She's been active in civil rights since the 1960s. Again, to the celebrities and the Biden staffers donating to this fund, why are you donating to the people who are preventing a woman whose career is civil rights from picking up her prescription medication for her daughter? How is that Black Lives Matter helpful? Uh, Yeah, I mean... I think that there, we have a combination of factors here. First of all, it's like a low IQ, criminally prone population that's been cooped up. This is both factors that's been cooped up in their in their houses for a long time, so they're already resentful towards the government. Um, but there's an impulse control thing going on here too. Now, when I saw that video, I was like, "Holy shit! That's this is straight up murder." Um, the Dallas one. Y- no, this, uh, the, uh, Oh, the George Floyd one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a straight up murder. People should be furious about this, but, uh, I don't know how this teaches anybody a lesson. I, I, you're, no, you're destroying these, your own, your own communities. This is exactly what happened in Ferguson. You have We've ruined many, many more black lives. Uh, this reaction has than just George Floyd. And that's not to minimize what happened to George Floyd again, based on what I've seen. Yeah. I think, I think this thing should be brought to justice, but <laughs> do I think that that guy's sports bar should be ruined? Do I think this woman should be in tears because she can't go get her basic supplies at a store around town anymore? Can you imagine coming from an impoverished background and like your your dream is to start a business in your community, a community that you've come up in that has its problems, but you want to improve upon it and yeah. then the people from your community burn it down? That would make or, me a racist black person. Or was it them? We'll get into the tinfoil after this. But yeah, I, I failed to see how any of this is. Any of this is helpful. And I think the ultimate tinfoil question is, 
Is this all spontaneous, organic, or is there some force behind it? Yeah, I mean, the timing is suspicious. How many times have we said that on this show? Oh, I think the timing is very bizarre in this case. And I, well, I don't, we, we should probably take a break because that's going to take the, the, the tinfoil here is going to take a little block of time. Okay. So let's, let's take a break before we hop into it over on um, D live, Darth Jones and uh, Jimmy. Thanks for supporting the show. I'm going to open the uh, treasure chest for our D live friends as well. So sit tight there. Um, I do have a few over on Streamlabs, but if you're ready to go, go for it. God, I hate the way Susan has set this up. Okay. The the incorrect dates are the least helpful part of all. Yeah. This. Thanks, uh, Susan. She's not great with uh, numbers. I really you know? appreciate it. So I guess Aurora was the first person. Well, let me know in the live chat if I'm wrong. I think um, so, yeah. Aurora Wright. Getting so close to the big B day from a mom of six children I birthed. I totally uh, want more. We understand the misery that the last of that is the last three weeks. Stay strong. Somehow the birthing process erases any discomfort felt. And we want more crib midgets. I do feel like we're living in some alternative reality. CBS Sunday Morning said that is this is your new normal. God, I hate that phrase. <laughs> new media is mind pollution. Thank you yeah. so much, Aurora. Yeah, I'm. I am extremely uncomfortable. Like right before the stream, I was just sobbing on my couch to my husband about how my feet hurt so much. Well, and it's a weird time. <laughs> at least you'll have. At least you'll have great stories for your daughter in the future about what it was like when she was born. It was a weird time. Yes, I, I know. I just, I am so eager to go into labor. Like I just, I yeah. can't, I can't do this. For, I can't do it for another month. I can't. It's going to be, it's going to be many, many more weeks. It's going to be so ironic. You, you were tortured previously by the quest to get pregnant. And I now know. you'll be tortured by the reality of being pregnant. That is the nature of the world. Oh, it's terrible. Freddie sauce. Hmm. As a driver myself, I feel horrible for that FedEx truck driver. Uh, look up Reginald Denny to see what happens when we stop. Also dispatch. So you're still going to make your delivery appointment. He also said, get your Hawaiian shirts ready. We're rolling down the hill now. And may need them when we hit 88 miles per hour. Hopefully we can find the bread before <laughs> then. Matt and I could have made love, but he had other obligations. Now I watch my country burns knowing may never get to. That is weak sauce. He also said, hmm. what's happening right now is the real life version of YouTube's video comments. Anonymity and no consequences has revealed the most disgusting sides of people. Hmm. Luckily, they can be blocked with a 12 gauge. Well, I'm kind of tinfoily. Speaking of, yes, that is a good plan. Uh, speaking of, I'll get into that too. I'm kind of... The idea that we've built up masks as this sign of virtue and then funny, they're very convenient criminal disguises. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a coincidence that's just really worked out for, uh, for, for creating chaos. Yeah. I find that to be very odd. Uh, let's do a few more if that's okay. Or do you want sure. me to do like many more? I'd like to get, I want to get into the tinfoil. So, All right, let's do uh, two more then. Yeah. Uh, Luna VC, hey, Mountain Blonde, shout out to my favorite female and male, wait, female to male trans friend in Russia. Hugh Janik Yabalakov. I died just said something <laughs> terrible, didn't I? Uh, blonde, have you been to Wallace, Idaho? It's a fun little town, Missoula to Vince in Kelowna, Kelowna, BC. I'm sorry I butchered so mm. many of those things. Um, I have been to Wallace. It's really cool. Uh, they have an interesting history of prostitution and fires there. Do they? I didn't know that. Yeah, a bunch of hookers got stuck in a building and burned to death horrifically. Like the whole hmm. town started on fire, a bunch of people died. Um, 
fascinating stuff right there. Uh, Grim Turd, Minnesota boy here. My bro is guard at Hennepin County Jail where Derek Chauvin is held. Am I saying that right? Chauvin? Chauvin? I've heard, I'm going with Chauvin, but I've heard a few different pronunciations. They're the same age, but bro is training to be a cop for almost five years, only recently getting sworn a position in, sworn into a position in a nearby county. Rough time. Good luck to him. Trying to regain regain faith in law enforcement. But someone's got to do it. Oh, well, thank you. I owe him a, uh, a Bernie. Um, and that, that's the unfortunate thing. I'm not saying we should give all cops a pass. Of course not. But I am saying that the automatic demonization of them does uh, discourage good cops who want to do the right thing and uphold people's rights and protect their communities from becoming cops. Why would you do it if you're just going to be smeared and attacked? Instead, what it attracts is the very sort of people who are looking for the fights that you don't want. Yeah, and I, 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 I very much hope that your buddy is is the right guy. I'm sure he probably is. I just for those guys who are the right guys with the right values and the right uh, goals, what a rough time to enter. That said, I got I got a lot of respect for people who are willing to take that yeah, risk. Yeah, yeah, but I am still I'm still kind of uh, conflicted. I have this ambivalence towards like my teenage self that hates the police. Mm. And my grown self that would call the police <laughs> in the event that I needed to. Yeah. Um, but it does attract a certain personality type. Uh, they have lots of domestic abuse in the police force. But uh, mm. most cops are, you know, good people. Normal yeah. people. Uh, just a few over on uh, Streamlabs real quick. Do I have time to go to the bathroom? Uh, maybe Philip Smallin, real quick though, you might want to hear this one. Philip Smallin for mayor, our, our Philip uh, chats all the time. Encinitas, California is still actively enforcing the Corona nonsense. So I'm running for mayor. You two inspired me. Masks are stupid. Well, oh, I would never so nice. run for office, but I, I, I want people with the right values in office. Yeah. So thank you for doing that. And, uh, if you have more information, email it my way. As certainly California would be a beneficial place. Although is it, that's San Diego area, right? Sandy. I thought San Diego was a little it more is, sensible. It's like, I think it's a little North of San Diego, but it's close. So maybe there's hope for a place like that. I don't know. Uh, um, but all the that best. wasn't a question. Like I, I have to go to bed. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll carry on. Cameron, <laughs> Cameron is really trying to get me busted here. So I have to be careful. Uh, He's he's commenting on who might be blaming the white supremacists for the riots and uh, some certain things from President Kushner. You say, okay, well, uh, this lie is parroted by um, by media who have certain um, who there are certain control mechanisms in place. Says that the um, the, he says that the system hates white men and it's time to organize. Well, the race war the the race the race war fire is being fanned. That on that point, I uh, I certainly am uh, am understanding, and uh, I I don't care I don't care who you are. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you watched what happened this weekend and you don't have some impulse toward making sure you have a preparedness plan, not just in case like you got to go off the grid or you got to survive with limited resources. I'm talking a preparedness plan in case a mob with pitchforks comes to your house with the intent on harming your property or killing you. So I think everybody should be be prepared. Of course, these are weird times, and uh, if you're living in if you're living in one of these urban centers, all the best. And I, I hope uh, I hope that uh, the peace is restored soon. Phil also, or this is a different Phil. Phil says their names were um, Shannon Chris, Shannon Christian, Christopher Newsom killed in Knoxville, Tennessee, in 2007. If you look this one up, understand it's going to disturb you. I don't know that killing, so I guess I'll have to uh, investigate. 
Eric Burns Marsh says, I know 99% of my SCs uh, super chats are snarky, but this one is serious. Can't wait until the call-in show. I need your takes regarding relocating. Can you recommend places in the U.S. with <laughs> with fewer joggers? Antifa <laughs> and uh, what's this new term? Baizuo? Baizao? It it's refers the, to the, the term. It's a Chinese. I think it's Mandarin term for a white leftist. Like that's what he says. Yeah, with fewer white leftists, basically. Um, well, you, we can all meet in South Dakota. Seriously speaking, my Montana's great. I want to stay in Montana until I can't, but they're they're coming here. And so my fallback <laughs> spots are... Joggers? Well, yes, they being the joggers. <laughs> no, I just mean like people, people who are going to vote for this sort of crap yeah. that we're seeing all over the country. <sighs> and so Wyoming, South Dakota, and North Dakota. We had a caller on Wednesday trying to sell North Dakota... Um, I'm not saying no, but, uh, I don't know why if you live somewhere awesome, stop telling people I'm watching. Did you hear about what happened in Boise? No, I didn't, I didn't see the it. Boise mayor, some dumb chick. And she rolled out all of these, um, like perspective, uh, curriculum for sex ed. And it was like kindergartners learning about free abortion and masturbation. I and thought stuff. Boise was, well, Boise is formerly very conservative, but I yeah. also know it's that all it these is the fucking spot. Californians. It's one of the biggest California influx, influx spots in the country. Yeah. There is a Chobani uh, presence there. And so I think there are a lot of Muslims, so I might have to rely on them to get things under control again. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the blonde Muslim Alliance is a great thing to watch. I am. Uh, I'm ready. I was that. joking. You need to get your daughter a rainbow hijab, but maybe regular hijab is a small price to pay for, you know, mm-hmm. restoring the patriarchy. At least things might be get so bad that we look at Islam and we're like, hmm, not looking so there, bad. We can work with this. We can work. <laughs> with this. Skip the grooming, but the patriarchy. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Crypto crook says uh, it looks like Bernie bros. were not kidding when they said the cities were going to burn. Yeah. For sure. How come the people on the right talk about Boogaloo while Bernie Bros are actually doing it? That's a, I guess that's a fair question. You could you could be critical of the right for that, but I, I obviously I'm not going to advocate for for any sort of violence unless it's strictly defensive. I think the question is uh, for people who are criticizing the Boogaloo extremists, like we've talked about for the last few months, the people showing up at the Michigan um, state Capitol armed, for example, that they are supposed terrorists for the crime of simply having a gun. Meanwhile, you have people literally destroying cities or at least significant portions of city blocks yeah. for political purposes. That's not terrorism. That's understandable because of structures of oppression or some other such nonsense. So uh, yeah, the difference is definitely noted. I will circle back to, uh, to super chat uh, to uh, Streamlabs. I'm going to mark my spot so I don't forget. But that's mostly because I want to hop into um, into the tinfoil. You guys, so. I know that I have a giant belly. People are always saying, oh, so I had my baby shower yesterday, quick story, yeah. and somebody was here, like a chick that was pregnant, and she was like, "Are you, is it normal to be that big? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just huge. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a rude question. You should have no, I think that she's she was like twenty weeks pregnant. I think she, she oh, was like I see. looking so at she me was, and she was like, Holy shit, is this what's gonna happen? She's wondering if that's what's coming her way. I see. Oh yeah. It's it's coming. I, I lied. Wanna, so. so I wanna get I wanna delve into I wanna dive into the tinfoil just a little bit because there are a lot of things about this story that are just plain weird and don't make sense. First of all, the George Floyd shooting itself. Yeah. And the circumstances not the shooting, the killing 
and I'm getting ahead of myself because with shootings, that's a little more clear cut. This is a weird, was it, was it asphyxiation? It was kneeling on a guy's neck. So isn't this bizarre? Why would a cop kneel on an unresponsive or possibly dead guy for several minutes ever period? That's not part of his training. Mind you, he he's a 20 year vet of, of the force. Yeah. This Derek Chauvin. So why is he doing weird things that aren't part of uh, formal police training in any way? Now, I get it. Police, there are genuinely some bad police officers who do bad things when people aren't looking, but that's the other weird thing here. Lots and lots of people were looking. There are cameras in his face, and he's practically posing for the cameras while kneeling on a guy's neck. That's really, really weird. I've never seen anything like that. Why was that happening? Why would it happen from a supposed veteran of the force? Where did he get this technique? Why doesn't he have any hesitation about displaying it while people are saying, uh, hey, like, stop, yeah. stop, get off that guy. That's really weird. What are you doing? Why don't Somebody the other... did, though. There was uh, one dude. Well, there were people saying to him, he's, he can't breathe. There yeah. are people saying to him, you should stop doing this, but he doesn't. And then you have three other cops there, one of whom his partner, the Asian guy, is watching this happen. Just hanging out, yeah. So we know that the cops aren't trained to do this. You have the guy doing it and then the others watching and not intervening. That's very weird. Additionally, who called the ambulance? Because if the police called the ambulance because of a health emergency, why was Chauvin continuing to crush Floyd's neck until the ambulance arrived? That is to say, oh, shit, I, I crushed his neck and it's created a health emergency. Why? At that point, when you've realized that, that the emergency is sufficient to call the ambulance, why wouldn't you stop exacerbating the emergency? That didn't happen. You're asking the tough questions tonight. That it's just weird. The whole thing is weird. So you you have the circumstances of the death itself. They just flop that body into the ambulance. Nobody really checks his vitals or anything. I, I know that I think the Asian cop guy came over and checked his pulse once. But other than that, who called who made the health assessment to call the ambulance and why wasn't the the, the knee removed from the neck at the point of that assessment? I find that to be very odd. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, this may be your favorite piece of uh, coincidence or tinfoil. George Floyd and Derek Chauvin probably knew each other, but for sure worked at the same Minneapolis area club for about a year. Here's the owner of the club describing their working. Uh, my friend said, said, this is your guy, the guy who used to work for you. And I can say it's not him. And then they did the close up. And that's when I said, oh, my God, that's him. She says now former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin works security for her at El Nuevo Rodeo for 17 years before she sold the club just months ago. Even more surreal, Santa Maria says, is that George Floyd, the man pinned under Chauvin's knee on Monday night, worked for her, too. Both men who worked security for the same club before their final encounter that left one dead and the other at the center of national outrage. But Santa Maria says she does not know if they ever really knew each other. Um, They were working together at the same time. It's just that Chauvin worked outside and the security guards were inside. Yeah, it would be helpful information to know how many people worked there. If they were working the same shifts. She said on the busiest nights she would have a few hundred staff. Oh, then it's possible they just didn't even know each other. Possible, but they also worked together as recently as a year ago. So we don't have evidence to say they were best buds hanging out all the time, but surely you've worked... I mean, I've never worked security at a bar, but I've worked in a place of employment where you have maybe a few hundred employees. I don't... Obviously, I didn't know them all personally. I wasn't super friendly with all of them. 
But at those places, I would recognize faces. I would know the people who work there by by their their image, at least. I don't know. Maybe he has some face blindness and then like recognizing somebody outside of the realm in which you know them. Maybe there's something like going on there. He was I also intoxicated. Were, I thought you were into this piece of tinfoil. <sighs> I'm just now, trying to play now you're discrediting it. Yeah. I mean, if there are several hundred people there, then like it's possible that he was just in police mode and he's like, oh, this is just some like wasted brother. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. If you, if you brought a former coworker in front of me, even from the bigger establishments at which I've worked, I feel like I'd probably recognize faces, but maybe. What if they were all Asian? Well, then no chance, of course. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Sure. I, I I have allowed myself to become highly conspiratorial about this, um, because I just thought it was so strange that he was just allowing people to film him like this was going to be exonerating or something. I'm, I, like I'm watching this. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Fool. Um. Going into the riots beyond the uh, beyond the incident of, of George Floyd's death itself, the so the riots across the country have all sorts of interesting odd events and uh, what, the appearances of intentional or organized elements. So, did you see the, the stacks of bricks in Dallas? There were apparently multiple stacks of bricks, like you can see on your screen, just placed at these odd spots throughout the city. These aren't construction sites. They aren't, there's no reason there'd just be a stack of bricks necessarily. There's just gigantic, I assume very heavy, stacks of bricks sitting around for convenient access for those who might wish to make malicious use of them. How did massive stacks of bricks get placed without anybody noticing or without police intervention or any of that? You have a few weird actors who were observed. Have you seen the umbrella man in Minneapolis? This was weird. Yeah. He's uh, this is the looting at the auto zone adjacent to the target. They burned this place down, but the rioting and the looting there allegedly began when this mysterious umbrella man started breaking windows you can we'll see in a second he just breaks windows walking by all casually tapping them and breaking them and then people protesters try to confront him to figure out who he is and he just he leaves the scene just giving it the old tap tap taparoo And you got a guy saying like, well, what the hell is this? What are you doing? And he, he walks off and they kind of walk after him, but the dude just leaves with his weird umbrella. Now there were, um, there were allegations that this guy was a or some other form of, maybe he was one of the white supremacists, one of those provocateurs. It's not been confirmed his identity. As far as I understand the police departments in St. Paul and Egan, Minnesota have both put out statements saying he's not associated with, with their departments, but that's not Minneapolis police. And if you were, if you're one available conspiracy theory that I've heard is that the cops screwed up so bad with George Floyd, that they're looking to create these riots to cover themselves basically, or deflect scrutiny against them, which I don't Doesn't really it get. Just Could, inform more people about the case. though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really get the thinking, but that my, uh, under that theory, it would be Minneapolis police trying to, incite that sort of thing. I guess I don't understand, like, why would St. Paul or Egan police go to an auto zone in Minneapolis anyway? 
yeah to do this that doesn't make a lot of sense this scene was really weird in Columbus, Ohio. There's a white Antifa looking guy who is seen handing out cash payments and giving instructions to black agitators. That's weird. I haven't seen a specific explanation on that one. Uh, But you you got cash exchanged and specific instructions. It's possible. I I guess the theory here is that Antifa is doing a lot of like uh, racial co-opting, basically, or trying to set up. There's a lot of interesting Antifa Black Lives Matter politics at play. Antifa trying to set up Black Lives Matter or or make them look bad. That's the allegation in L.A. You have Black Lives Matter protesters who confronted uh, some Antifa graffiti vandals who were spray painting Black Lives Matter on some property. And they're wondering why Antifa is placing messages on behalf of Black Lives Matter. This is not a black woman who's putting Black Lives Matter. I just want you to know that when right, but y'all y'all doing that for us and we ain't asking you to do that. Listen, don't 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 spray stuff out here when they gonna blame black people for this and black people didn't do it. Cracker ass bitch. <laughs> she looked like she might have been Asian. I don't know. Couldn't tell. Did she? Now, of course, none of that means that this is all faked or staged. I think what a lot of this evidence shows me, though, I I tend to believe there are lesser seen elements of coordination or organization. For sure. Does that mean that, like, the George Floyd event was staged for the purpose of creating a race war? I can't substantiate that, obviously. Yeah, but never let a good crisis go to waste. There are definitely some Alinskyite tactics here. I mean, the the brick thing is probably the most suspicious, I would say. I mean, if they were expecting, like, real joggers, wouldn't they have put out water? <laughs> they need hydration. That's why they go searching I through know. construction sites. Exactly. We've been told. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned the timing. I do want to get into that because all of this, this, this whole event, I, I'm, I, it blows my mind to think a week ago, this wasn't even on the radar. We were still in full coronavirus mode and then Monday hits and oh, all yeah, of it's I remember gone. that. <laughs> all of this hits in just perfect timing mm. with more or less the natural end to coronavirus. So yeah. alleged deaths, crossed 100,000 last week. Again, I say alleged deaths because we know there's all sorts of misattribution. Not saying none of them are legit. We just know that a lot of them are not legit. So the 100,000 number does not mean a lot to me personally. But we crossed that 100,000 number. That's kind of a significant thing. Media, uh, media made a big deal of it. But it hits six figures and it's like, well, are you really going to be able to hype 110 after this? Yeah. You're really going to be able to hype 120 after this? The reality was even in blue states, there was a lot of political pressure to start opening up. That's what, that was the political state of the world last Sunday. And they were getting increasingly desperate in selling their coronavirus fear. So just right. a few items to show you how desperate the coronavirus fear sales were. CBS, I turned on CBS this morning, this week, early in the week, Monday or Tuesday, and they tried to highlight Montana my home state of Montana, as a supposed coronavirus hotspot. Mm. CBS This Morning, here's the clip. 25 states reported increases in their average new COVID-19 cases on Sunday. 
That's compared to two weeks ago. Three of them, Montana, Alaska, and Arkansas, were up more than 100%. Oh, Montana's up 450%. <laughs> scary, scary, scary. I was tweeting about this. Uh, of course, they don't give you the actual numbers. They give you that weird percentage. Uh, reminder, for those of you who don't monitor Montana's coronavirus numbers, we have 17 deaths and 460 or so cases total, total, over the last few months. The dramatic rise they're referencing, you can see on your screen. A few weeks ago, there was something like uh, seven new coronavirus cases per day, and that was up from two, like two weeks right. prior. <laughs> but never mind the massive overall drop-off in cases over the last few months. Never Relative mind that the... increase. People don't seem to understand uh, yeah. statistics. Yeah. Never mind that the number... Yeah, exactly. The numbers we're talking about are so small that a 450% increase from two is still really a, an insignificant number. Yeah. And, um, and, and then, of course, never mind, we have had some more cases the last couple of days in Montana, but they're still minuscule. Notice on this chart when I pulled it, though, at the time of the reporting, there were like four or five consecutive days in Montana of zero cases. Yeah. They just ignored those. So, uh, and just overall in Montana, we are second or third in both per capita deaths and per capita cases in the country. So if they're selling Montana for coronavirus sphere, you know they're getting pretty desperate. This comes in the context of deaths and cases declining overall in this country, really for the last month. Since the end of April, we've seen a steady decline. Now, they also got busted horribly on this mask shaming MSNBC did. Uh, when they were in Wisconsin, they were trying to shame passersby for not wearing masks. And one guy just yells back at the uh, at the reporter, well, your camera guy's not wearing a mask either in one of the legendary moments of uh, on-scene reporting this year, for sure. So are the people there just not worried about it, Cal? Are they not worried about their own personal safety? I haven't met anybody who is. You can see here, just around. Nobody's wearing them. Nobody's... Uh, the there you go, including the cameraman. Yeah. Katie? <laughs> striking images cal perry cal thank you very much now this is the this is the angle from the guy himself with his phone the guy who said well including your camera just to confirm the cameraman's not wearing a mask including the cameraman there you go there you go yeah. okay. exactly half your crew's not wearing yeah. so thank you so. oh my god uh isn't it convenient that uh, as soon as coronavirus is dying off and the political will to get back to normal is gaining steam, suddenly a new fear to keep people at home and afraid arises. And I also mentioned, I, I want to repeat it once more. Isn't it also convenient that for the last month or so, we have been conditioned as a public to believe that masks are a sign of nobility and virtue. And that means that's a good guy. All of a sudden, you have an excuse and a reason to be wearing a mask out in public and you can use that for convenience in committing crimes. Right. That's a weird way that this has all worked in tandem. Um, oh, I want to talk about this tweet in a minute, but first I actually want to talk about Jeremy uh, or uh, about uh, Van Jones because race war as a concept seems to have been heating up a little bit in my uh, Maybe deliberately. I, I it seems like there's been a lot of selected race war type stories like you had. A yeah, I agree. Right? But I mean, they also would have had to have some kind of long term plan. And I just don't really see them as highly competent. 
You could cook this up in short in short order, I think. If that's what you wanted to do. Again, hypothetical, don't come at me. But with the mask thing, that would have to be a long-term plan. Uh, Yes, that particular piece, yeah. But you could still, that could fit a lot of different molds. You could say, you can can make a lot of criminals out of masked people. What kind of criminals you can figure out later. You had Biden's gaffe, which, you know, I'm not going to contribute. I'm not going to attribute that to a conspiracy theory because that's just Biden talking Biden, probably. But it, Biden it, it's part Biden. of this racial theme. You had Karen in the park that we don't even have time to talk to or talk about. This woman in Central Park who went after this black guy bird watcher and this yeah. confrontation with the dog. I hate I, everybody in the story. I do, too. It's just a fight between two Karens. Yeah. That guy also sucks. Yep. So does the woman. Wasn't he carrying around treats for people's unleashed dogs? Yes. So he's trying to meddle with other people's dogs. I get it. There's a leash rule there, but you can't be meddling with other people's dogs either. That's a, that's a Karen tactic itself. So uh, anyway, so the, the race war stuff, whether coincidentally or intentionally or just racial tension, racial conflict, that has been pushed lately. None more aggressively probably than Van Jones on CNN, who was referencing this um, Karen in Central Park story. And he had something to say that, uh, I mean, I agree in part and vehemently disagree in part. I'll, I'll be interested to see what you have to say about it. Here was Van Jones. It's not the racist white person who's in the Ku Klux Klan that we have to worry about. It's the white liberal Hillary Clinton supporter walking her dog in Central Park. The minute she sees a black man who she does not respect or who she has a slight thought against she weaponized race like she had been trained by the aryan nation so even the most liberal well-intentioned white person has a a a a virus uh, in his or her brain that can be activated at an instant look in the mirror at how you choke off black opportunity how you choke off black dignity white people are always innocent and their innocence constitutes their crime your thoughts <laughs> i don't know what to i mean i i agree that the bigger threat is these seemingly innocuous white liberals that there's yeah. some element of racism there yeah well i'm with those, you i'm with you there those people who coddle minority races to different moral standards or standards of behavior or conduct that is the soft bigotry of low expectations. That that does inherently mean that you view minorities as less capable of upholding moral standards or good behavior or whatever else. So I do agree that you need to watch out for people like that who yeah. think that it's their job to be some white savior and to coddle the minorities. Yeah. Uh, and who viewing minorities as inherently needing special protection and all that. You have to view them as inferior to hold that view. And... Uh, but that, but that said, what he says about white people having a mind virus and inherently victimizing black people. I mean, that's just insane. You'd get kicked off. You'd get kicked off any network as unacceptably racist. If somebody else, let's say Tucker went on the air and said that about black people, that they have a mind virus that, um, makes them predisposed to criminality or something Mm -hmm. like that. Some, some mirror image of what Van Jones was saying. Uh, He's gone. He's fired. He's off the air. He's never heard from again. And I, and I will point out to Van Jones, uh, as I'm sure he is probably aware, but maybe not. I don't know. His commentary might suggest otherwise. It wasn't white attitudes 
that burned down Minneapolis or that guy's sports bar or the stores of that woman who was crying. That was, um, it was a lot of black people. Not all. I, I know it was Minneapolis's celebrated diversity mm-hmm. that was burning it down, but it was a lot of black people burning down and victimizing the property of other black people. And, and I think that is a problem that's worsened by the philosophy of teaching people that they can't help themselves, that you're at the mercy of whites. And mm-hmm. fundamentally, that's what, what Van Jones is saying, that we can't fix this until white people fix their racism. There's nothing we can do to help ourselves. It's on white people to realize and stop being racist, which is sort of contradictory. I mean, on the one hand, he's saying... Even the the Hillary supporting woman in the park who has supposedly realized and atoned for her racism that she's still racist. Yeah. Well, then what's the incentive for the rest of us to confront it in the way you prescribe? Because we'll probably just become Karen in the park. So instead of telling me how to manage the situation to make it better for you, Van, why not teach people that, hey, there's a lot of potential in you, actually, if you start deciding I'm going to build the best life for myself that I possibly yeah. can. Once you start doing that and you say, I don't give a damn what anybody else says, whether they're racist or not, yeah. that's how you unlock your true potential. Anyway, Van Jones, still on CNN. Uh, I wanted, oh, I wanted to get back to this uh, Jeremy Boring What was his tweet. last controversy? We, we talked about him in the last year or so, right? He's had some real zingers. I mean, he had his big one was white lash in the 2016 election. He called it God, a God, is that lash. what I'm thinking about? But he's Ooh. definitely had stuff more recent than that, I would think. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, I did want to, I, I thought this tweet from uh, Jeremy Boring over at the Daily Wire summarized kind of my, my general view about this. That is to say, I'm not going to get up here and tell you, oh, it's all the work of some puppet master pulling all the strings and controlling everybody. That said, this seems like a pretty good summary of what we've just lived through. Step one, instill fear. Step two, lock people in their houses. Step three, drive tens of millions out of work. Step four, Remove the pressure valve, sports, concerts, bars, theaters, lunch with friends, all the outlets you have. Step five, close the churches. Step six, dehumanize through masking the healthy. That's an interesting interpretation of the masking, but masking has been a part of this. Step seven, wait, let that cocktail brew. And then step uh, eight, light the match, strike the match. I don't know who's organized this or if anyone has for that matter. But this is a succinct summary of what we've just been through, whether it was entirely coincidental and organic or whether it was by design. This is the bomb that we've just experienced. Oh, man. Is that what's going on here? I, it's hard for me to ignore all of the coincidences that have happened and how this is all just kind of fit together like a nice, neat uh, just a, in just a nice, neat pattern. We've talked about how all of that's why we were predicting stuff after impeachment a couple months ago, because we've noticed it goes straight from one thing to the next. They try a scandal. It fails. They try a scandal. It fails. They try this form of panic. It fails. It's just a sequence. And this, this week was another clear transition in that sequence, moving from, from piece A to piece B. How do they Yet procure again. this enraging footage? Which footage? The, the murder. Oh, well, that, that's where you got to go deep in the tinfoil. <laughs> and if you really want to go there, the other thing, again, this is spitballing at the wall. Don't hold me to this. But I thought it was very interesting because we've never really seen, I guess, ne- never's the wrong term. It has some similarities to Eric Garner. It does. In fact, maybe a lot. It has sort of like a quasi, the deal with Eric Garner was 
it, he, there was the chokehold, but he also died of a pre-existing condition or a pre-existing health event. That's why it became so controversial because those cops were not um, prosecuted to the, to the degree that certain people were looking for, I guess. But the, this is different than a shooting. You know what I mean? Like right. a shooting, a shooting is a very distinct event. Um, and if you really want to go deep in the tinfoil, like when there's a shooting, a guy dies. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying George Floyd didn't die. God, I'm going to get shit for this. But I'm just saying if you wanted to, if you wanted to not have him die, uh, this is the route you would go. Do you think he's living in the Virgin Islands right now? I have no evidence to support that. Again, I'm spitballing. I'm having fun with a thought exercise. Okay. I mean, but I I see where you're coming from. I, I do. My hang up on this theory is that I don't know how you could possibly incentivize Chauvin to take a beating like this in public if he didn't actually commit the crime. Yeah, and the he has th- a long history of misconduct. He has a long history of allegations. Allegations. He has there were complaints made, but those complaints were not punished. And even in the case the, the big controversy now is um is Amy Klobuchar didn't prosecute him in like oh, two thousand six. Yeah. yeah, well now now it has to be Stacey Abrams or Kamala. Yeah. Uh, but Amy Klobuchar didn't prosecute him. As I understand, that was a case where a Native American was shot because he pulled a gun on police officers. Even that was a justified shooting. Now, if I really want to go down the tinfoil route, again, thought exercise for fun. If I had to supply a motive, well, we have, we have some people who are very good at, uh, at, at making these sorts of things happen. Who's to say you don't trade a little time in prison for a cash payout or something like that? That's I don't know. That's crazy. I just- I, it is a little crazy. I fully admit. I'm just saying this is all so weird that I think it invites a little fun thought exercise. I think it. it's much more likely that an organic opportunity to start a race war arose mm. and the left used Alinskyite tactics to fan the flames of already uh, really high levels of racial tension in this country. That's fair. And I will admit that I don't have, I can't give you a reason why Derek Chauvin would participate in the staging of an event. But in under that interpretation, I would challenge you with, again, why in God's name is a 20 year vet of the force doing obvious against protocol police brutality and all but posing for the cameras while doing it. That is so freaking weird, man. Like he, he's just sitting there looking at them close range for minutes. Look at me. We've seen this before. We, we kind of saw this in the Arbery case, although they weren't, they weren't, were they, were they like film me where was this or the neighbor? The neighbor is the William Bryan guy who was uh, driving. Did he just film of his own accord or did they direct him to film? He says he was just filming on his own accord. Yeah. But they knew they were being filmed. I don't know that they did there. I I, I don't know that that that's established. I mean, we have seen instances before none come to mind where uh, somebody thinks that footage is going to be exonerating Mm. when it's, it's clearly not. Uh, maybe, maybe he's just an idiot. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's, I, I, you know, try to attribute to stupidity what you can instead of malice. Well, I wish I, I didn't have to be so skeptical about this, yeah. but it's like after Ferguson, I was like, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he had no thumb because he tried to grab a cop's firearm. Yeah. 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 And then he just had, he was thumbless and he punched him in the face and he punched him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever I see something like this, I'm like, perhaps there's more to this story, 
I don't want to be like that. The media has made me this person. Yeah. And, and obvi- again, again, for the Jared Holtz of the world, this is it's just a lot of oddities here. It's fun to think about. And seriously speaking, based on what I've seen here, I, I have no issue with people who, and I, count me as one of them. If, if this is what meets the eye, yeah, it's police brutality. Yeah, that cop should be held accountable. Yeah, the Minneapolis Police Department should be held accountable. And yeah, you should be out there protesting if you feel passionately about, about it. And whether I agree with your interpretation of the events or not, I fully support your right to be out there voicing your opinion. But it does piss me off that suddenly we've had this conflation of protesters and rioters and that I have to fully support people committing crimes against others or else I'm a hypocrite because I supported the Michigan protesters. Right. That kind of nonsense. You can be against I, police brutality and um, and these crazy riots. Like, why is this mutually exclusive? Yeah, there's no connection between the two, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, that's, uh, that's plenty of tinfoil for me. I don't feel like I need to go any further. But thanks for... Um, Thanks for entertaining that with us. We do have just a couple quick stories. You think we should power through them and yeah. do a super you know, chat block 50, at the end? 5,100 people are watching right now. I guess I got, well, ho- hopefully no they No shadow ban this week, eh? We have had, I should have mentioned that at the top of the show. We've had these, like every once a month, Susan will make our show invisible more or less. And you can't find it unless you go to my channel and search it out. And so while we have, I guess, a good audience right now, if I haven't lost you to do the tinfoil, uh, and if you Some like the show, they might, I think, that's fine. That's okay. I'll respond to their emails later. Uh, if you like the show and you want to find it, remember, unless I'm dead, there's a show on Sunday, okay? You can go to my website. It's linked in the description, mattchristiansandmedia.com. You'll find the show every Sunday night, no matter what. No matter what Unless I'm in labor. Well, the show's still happening then. It's just mm. Blonde won't be here, and we can send our well wishes. and Boycott try to... Beauty and the Beta if Blonde's not here. <sighs> Come on. You, that hurts you. I know. <laughs> that, that's, that's more self-destructive than the Minneapolis riots. Jesus. I'm illogical and spiteful. Which is why you're not in a position of power around here. Ultimately. That's true. <laughs> and it's smart that I'm not. <laughs> that's why you get 77 cents on the dollar. But even that's a lie. I'm, I'm a fair businessman, and we split. Okay, well, we'll we'll power through the last couple of uh, topics here, and um, gosh, I I I'm, I'm interested to hear people's thoughts on George Floyd and the oddities. But anyway, maybe we'll hear some of that later. Uh, the the big story this week probably would have devoted more time to it if uh, if all of this other stuff wasn't consuming all of our time. But uh, until now, we've heard Jack and VJJ at Twitter talking about how Trump may violate the terms of service on Twitter, but because he's the president, because his tweets are in the public interest, they're really going to be hands off about enforcing the rules. Well, this week they rolled out, I guess, a new way to softly police Trump's tweets without removing them outright. So Trump uh, starts tweeting about mail-in voting, which of course is becoming a hot issue during the, uh, with all the coronavirus uh, happenings. So this is uh, Tuesday. Trump tweets, there is no way zero that mail-in ballots will be anything less than substantially fraudulent. Mailboxes will be robbed. Ballots will be forged and even illegally printed out and fraudulently signed. The governor of California is sending ballots to millions of people, blah, blah, blah. He goes on. Now, Twitter applies this notation to the tweet, which I've, as far as I understand, this is new period. I haven't seen this before, but it might just be new to Trump. It's actually, it's at least the first time they've put it on a, a Trump tweet. But it's a, it's a 
notification that says get the facts about mail-in ballots and if you click on it it leads you to twitter linking explaining why they did this and linking to some cnn and some washington post fact checks claiming that mail-in ballots that fraud through mail-in ballots is very very rare and uh and that that uh, may be true um the trouble is there are certain statements of facts in their fact checking that are also not necessarily factual. So the fact checkers got fact check, the fact che- fact checked, fact checked, fact checked, <laughs> fact checked is Joe Biden. However, uh, so the Wall Street Journal looked at their fact check and noted, uh, quote, Twitter's fact check of Mr. Trump's tweet appeared to contain its own misleading statement, however, stating that, quote, mail-in ballots are already used in some states, including Oregon, Utah, and Nebraska. That statement appears to conflate automatic all-mail voting with absentee ballots in regards to at least one state. So subtle distinction, but Twitter is is saying some states are mail-in voting states when in fact they're not, or they're not in ways that other states are. The Wall Street Journal says the mistake raised questions about Twitter's ability to serve as an independent service to fact-check statements by Mr. Trump and other political figures in its service. Trump also has this report from the Heritage Foundation on the website that lists a whole bunch of dozens of cases of fraud related to mail-in and or absentee mailed-in ballots that you can look at. Um, Whether it's rare or not, I mean, to me, that's rare according to what definition. Are there examples of mail-in fraud? Yes. What what is rare? What is common? That's the difficulty in doing a, a fact check. Because you don't check know how much fraud already exists. Yeah. There's no baseline. And then the trouble is Trump, what's Trump's tweet? Trump is making a prediction. Trump is saying there's no way there's going to be no fraud. Yeah. Well, we can evaluate predictions based on what we know about the present or past, but it's still an opinion. Yeah. It's still a can you really fact check a prediction? That uh, seems no, I mean, they're clearly stretching here, but they can't ban him for obvious reasons. So they have to find ways around it. I wish they just would. I wish they would just. It'd be amazing if he went it. to Gab or something. I wish he would or any any independent service. But Gab would be a good choice or any uh, alternative service, rather. Um, and then that was just the first case. So Trump then tweets out later in the week that thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. And I won't let that happen. I just spoke to the uh, governor, Tim Walls, and told him that the military is with him all the way any difficulty and we will assume control but when the looting starts the shooting starts thank you and twitter dinged that with not just not a fact check but a new notification that says hey this tweet actually violated our rules about glorifying violence but because twitter determined that it's in the public's interest presumably because it's from the president the tweet will remain accessible but this one you can't even interact with you can't like it you can't retweet it you can't reply to it because it's glorifying violence, which is an insane interpretation right. to me. Yeah. yeah, He's saying, I don't want violence. I don't want looting because when that happens, people will defend themselves. Not saying, please shoot people. But that's Jack's interpretation. So Trump, uh, you know, Trump tried to troll or tried to work around. He went to the White House account and posted the exact same tweet. And they did the exact same thing to the White House <laughs> account. Man. Brazen. That's something else. Uh, Jack Dorsey. And then, yeah, he's getting aggressive. It must be Vijay who's pulling more strings, I think. This strikes me more as her type of action. Because if you listen to Jack on Joe Rogan and elsewhere where he's been, he has expressed more of the Mark Zuckerberg perspectives in the past of like, we, 
we don't really want to get into the business of being the arbiters of truth and policing political discourse. At least he said that in the past. I don't know if he stands by it now. This sort of stuff is more like what uh, Vijaya, whatever her name is, was saying with Tim Pool and Joe Rogan a year yeah. and change ago when they were talking. Did you see what uh, Don Lamont said about this? I did not. What did he say? He said, like, uh, Jack Dorsey, you know, do, do the right thing and ban him. Stop <laughs> hiding behind the First Amendment. <laughs> Hiding behind the chief value of this country. That's yeah, very interesting. Exactly. What a great place to hide, I guess. I would call that just living in this country. That's not hiding yeah, anywhere. It's just living in this country. Uh, okay, so then, so Trump gets all upset about this. And uh, he starts tweeting a great many things this week. He, he actually issued an executive order. We'll get that to that in a minute. But one of the things he tweeted this week was repeal section 230 in part, talking about uh, G- a Judge Janine segment. Now, we've mentioned this before, but to refresh your memory, uh, Section 230, when he says that, that refers to Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. And this gives Internet companies like Twitter, Facebook, social media platforms, uh, the, the, it gives them immunity from liability for user-generated content under the premise that they are, in fact, neutral platforms. So if I go post to Twitter right now the, the endorsement of the riots and a plan to go burn down a city, I can be liable for that, but not Twitter. Twitter just allows it in theory. Twitter allows anybody to post. It's me committing the criminal action, not Twitter. Twitter doesn't get sued under the premise that they don't really mess with people's opinions. They just allow anyone to post. Now, if you're a publisher and you're the New York Times, where not anybody can post there and you actually have to be an op-ed writer or a reporter and they have editorial decision-making and authority over what gets on the website, then you're a publisher and then you don't enjoy that same immunity so if something defamatory or criminal gets published on the new york times well then they are liable that's the basic structure under which we've operated and that is the really the heart of the conflict here what is twitter what is facebook it looks like a lot of editorializing is going on that is to say they're deciding what you can say what opinions you can have and i've even had examples enforced upon me where they're deciding who can post what. The last time I got a temporary ban on Twitter, it was because I called a guy a pussy, mocking him for calling me a pussy. <laughs> I reported, he reported me, I got banned, I report him for the same thing, and they said his post is fine. So it's, it's, a, it's a who question in addition to what you can right. say. Um, I, I don't know if we mentioned this on the, sun, on the Sunday show. I think we mentioned it on the Wednesday show, but I was banned from Twitter th- like three and a half years ago, something like that. It's been a long time. Wow. It has been a long time uh, over the Meghan Markle tweet, I believe. That's right. Um, yeah. And somebody that I hypothesize is Daryl Lamont Jenkins or that faggot that docks me, Daniel Hill, had made a Twitter <laughs> account um, for the express purpose of like of uh, of trying to get me banned. He yeah. talked about it a lot. So when I got banned because I knew it was him, I reported his tweets last week three and a half years after I got banned or two weeks ago, I get a notice from Twitter. That's like, we've reviewed, uh, we've reviewed you reporting this, this guy's tweets. And we, and we have decided that you're right. And he was in violation of Twitter's, uh, terms of service. And is my account reinstated? No. And his is fine. I, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that angle. Are you owed reinstatement? Yeah. Of was, course uh, I'm owed reinstatement because the content of the tweet was, I got this bitch so it banned. Was, it was direct. Oh, I see. So it wasn't related to the Markle tweet 
strictly, but it was a tweet celebrating of him celebrating. It, no, it was it was I reported all those tweets. It was like I had both of our first and last names in it, and it was like I have successfully. Oh, he, so he kind of doxed you too. Yeah, I've successfully yeah. gotten blah blah banned from Twitter. Um, yeah. And then he had all these previous tweets that were like, I got her banned for three days. I got her banned for a week. I got her banned for. And so they were like, yeah, that's a violation of the terms. That of is Daryl at the food court, man. He's just scarfing the hot dogs and yeah. reporting your tweets, or at least he was three years ago. Maybe he's moved on to better things. Certainly but bigger things. They you know don't. That. Yeah, really. They don't. Yeah. They didn't care who violated the terms of service. They, they cared that I'm perma banned. And this person's not, and we both yeah. had the same. Um, we both have the same violation of the terms of service. So, getting back to to Trump and two thirty here, he, I, I'm hoping he's just saying bullshit on Twitter like he's want to do. And the yeah. executive order sort of speaks to that theme. When he says repeal section two thirty, well, what you're doing, what you would be doing, is actually repealing the protection for internet platforms so if twitter if you said to twitter we repealed this and you have to have legal responsibility for what everyone posts on your website well all of a sudden like nobody's posting on twitter because they they'd be responsible for all the bullshit that's posted on there which is just a a gigantic amount the correct the the answer that i would hope for is more of an enforced 230 and not just i would hope for it appears the direction the president is going so this is probably just poor communication enforce 230 that is to say if you want the immunity you need to demonstrate neutral behavior. You need to stop banning people. <laughs> yeah. But that's the trade-off, and that's mm-hmm. the fair exchange. And the the actual executive order appears to speak to that. It's not repeal 230. What Trump has done with the executive order is directed the National Telecommunication and Information Administration, uh, given them 60 days to file a petition for rulemaking with the FCC, asking the FCC to reinterpret parts of Section 230 and decide what it means for a platform uh, not to be acting in good faith as it pertains to neutrality, as it pertains to being a platform. So um, we don't we don't really have a great idea of what's going to happen here specifically. We'll find out in two months time, probably, or maybe maybe short, uh, shorter than that. What it appears Trump is aiming for is stronger rules about what it means to be neutral in being a platform, not just banning the protection for platforms outright, yeah. which generally I don't I don't hate that idea. I think that's that could even be a good idea, depending on its implementation. I just yeah. hate the messaging. I hate the way that he's messaging this. But hating Trump's messaging is like, I mean, that's a given half the time. It's, so. it's part of the deal, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I do think avoiding liability for user-generated content is a fair trade for social media companies as platforms. But the second you start editorializing, you, you can't enjoy that immunity anymore. Mm. So I would like to see some rules about what neutrality means and get that ironed out a little bit. I don't necessarily have a problem with that as as resistant as I am to federal government control over social media and whether that is, in fact, a solution to the problems uh, we've been dealing with for the last few years. I will say this other thing I'm not thrilled about. Uh, yeah, congratulations, Trump. You you got dinged on Twitter. Uh, would have been nice if you would have spoken out or taken action on behalf of all of your supporters who have been dinged for years who had a huge part in getting you elected. Yeah. Nearly four years ago, three and a half years ago. He's not particularly loyal. Is he? It is a bummer that it took action against him. He's he's spoken about this before, but for him to take action required dinging on his account. It's like, well, yeah. join the party, dude. And um, and you, you mentioned it earlier, but Trump could make a huge play here. I, I frankly would like to see it. It's not that getting 230 ironed out doesn't make any sense. 
you could do that and also give a huge middle finger to Twitter and be like, yeah, guess what? I'm posting on Gab now. Yeah, guess what? I'm posting on Minds now. And guess what? Everyone else is going to follow me there. You leftist journalists who are obsessed with me, that's half your content anyway. All you, you people who do. hate me, yeah. they'll all go over there. He, he could seriously damage Twitter in a meaningful way. Yeah. And I wish he would. But he likes his Twitter. You know, whatever. You that's should his. wait until he's reelected, though. Oh, you think it would be electorally detrimental like unwise politically um i think he could do the most damage to twitter if he had an entire second term ahead of him Mm. because people would be forced to move over real quick a related story i also would have liked to spend more time on but i'm just out of it uh out of time that is this it was discovered this week that youtube has been automatically deleting comments with certain chinese language phrases that are related to criticism of the country's communist party so The Verge discovered this. If you typed in certain phrases in Chinese that ripped the Communist Party, they just get deleted automatically. Ooh. YouTube tells The Verge that upon review by our teams, we have confirmed this was an error in our enforcement systems, and we are working to fix the issue as quickly as possible. The oh, Verge no. notes, they don't explain how this is an error. The Verge discovered that this has been happening since October, so this alleged mistake has been mistakenly happening for six months minimum. The deleted phrases include uh, references, or the, the phrases are, are uh, they include, quote, communist bandit and, quote, 50 cent party. The latter is a reference to claims that online agents are paid by the Chinese government, 50 cents per post to direct online discussion away from criticism of the party, I guess. I'm surprised The Verge released this. Yeah, I am too. Uh, but of all of YouTube's problems too, being uh, puppets of the Chinese Communist Party is another big problem for Susan. Yeah. Who would I rather deal with, Xi Jinping or Susan WikiWiki? <laughs> it's a flip a coin, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Almost the same. And uh, okay, last piece for the evening. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the show, you've seen these um, these montages showing local news stories local news stations they're doing the exact same news story different anchors in different localities but they're reading the exact same script as though it's original an original story uh this one it's happened again this time it's propaganda fluff for amazon and it's about how much Amazon is doing for its employees during the coronavirus outbreak. Check this out. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Amazon has transformed its operations in response to COVID-19 to protect employees and keep packages flowing. Amazon has transformed its operations in response to COVID-19 to protect employees and keep packages flowing. The company is keeping its employees safe and healthy while still delivering those packages to your doorstep. The company is keeping its employees safe and healthy. The company is keeping its employees safe and healthy. The company is keeping its employees safe and healthy. The company is keeping its employees safe and healthy. It spent $800 million on increased wages and overtime pay during the pandemic. It has spent $800 million $800 million. $800 million. $800 million on increased wages and overtime pay during the pandemic. Every single one of Amazon's workforce of nearly a million people has played a critical role in making these changes happen. I hope that they feel that passion that we have for safety. So they can stay safe and healthy while you do too. So this same piece aired in 11 different local markets. And it was read... 
Bezos Sorry, sent out a script. So the way this happened, let me get the, uh, the story up here. Uh, yes, they did. We don't even have to theorize about that. It aired in 11 different local markets, and it was it was read and produced by those local news teams. But they did not obviously make the story themselves. Back around May 24th, Amazon's PR team sent a plan for a news story. This isn't just like a press release that's like, hey, here's what Amazon's doing for coronavirus safety, and they all decided to make a story. This is a, according to this reporter here, uh, Zach uh, Rail, they sent a script and shot-by-shot instruction list for how to make this story, and it was presented as a, quote, inside look at the company's response to coronavirus. Now, in reality, Amazon had a shareholder meeting on May 26th where investors were demanding the company address worker safety issues. So Amazon sent this out. In in my opinion, my guess here, I know a lot of these local local news stations are very short on resources. And so any... Any option or or opportunity to make a quick and easy story will be taken. In this case, the story was sent to them piece by piece, so all they had to do was put it together like Legos. They even got the when they when they say it's an inside look at Amazon. Keep in mind, none of these local news stations <laughs> actually got to film inside Amazon. Yeah, or, or ta- they they had clips sent to them. This well, was all in a way. Isn't basically. it an inside look into Amazon? It's been revealing. I guess in, in a roundabout way. Uh, and, and it's not even, I don't even come at this from the perspective of an Amazon hater. God knows I use Amazon plenty. Uh, that said, well, so I can fault Amazon for pushing out propaganda like this and saying, hey, here's a great news story to run that makes us look favorable. I, I probably place more fault on the news reporting teams that just ran with this without even an uncritical look. Amazon's going to do Amazon. I know that doesn't make it right necessarily, but Amazon's going to take good coverage where it can get it. These these news stations accepted this and said, oh, cool, piece by piece instruction for how to make a favorable fluff piece for the company. Well, I'll, presumably I'll bite on they that. were incentivized financially, right? I haven't seen any reporting on that. It's possible. I mean, that would be, that would be extremely unethical. I am operating under the theory that they're just short on time and resources to make stories. And so any easy story given to them, they'll kind of run with, Mm. but maybe there is a, a a underlying incentive where they're paid or something. I mean, that would be, that would be very uh, insane if true. Anyway, it's, it's not about hating Amazon. I'm not even about ripping these, these stations. It's just another example that, Whatever the story is that you're interested in, whether you're interested in how Amazon is taking care of its employees during coronavirus or whatever other piece, do not rely on a single news narrative or or source. Who Dig does? Into, I think our audience probably does not do. I bet nobody in our audience does. Maybe, that. maybe not, but a lot of people don't have time. And I say that don't rely on us either if you're interested in this story. But you never know what if what you're hearing on the broadcast is literally a script provided as propaganda from, from a corporation in this case, but it could be anybody. It could be another yeah. country, could be a political interest, could be anything. Just uh, maintain that skeptical eye. Maintain that critical eye and ear. Anyway, uh, that's all I got. Wow, it's over? Yeah, just shy of two hours, but we got a lot of chat to catch up on, I bet. We do. All right, who was the last one? Grim Turd. <laughs> Austin Reed, my friend James might be running for city council in Cheyenne, Wyoming. It would oh, be cool. great to hear some encouragement for him. Shout out from DC. 
Hope everyone stays safe out there. Wish me well. We do wish you well. well good luck. I, I think Cheyenne is one of the places that's, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not safe from maybe people in Colorado. Uh, Wyoming in general is in pretty good shape, though. My friends nearly got murdered by a black guy there like two weeks ago. You mean a guy jogging, looking for water at a construction site? Well, they were sleeping in their car. <laughs> they were like camping in their car and they parked at like a park. Yeah. And then the dude woke up and a black dude was like trying to break into the car. While they were sleeping in it? While they were sleeping. What in city it? was this in? Cheyenne. See, he's like the black guy in Cheyenne. Like the the only black guy and he's committing crimes. That's apparently what <laughs> All right. Um, Holden Mulray. Hi from San Francisco Bay. I've turned a few friends onto the show and my wife watches with me sometimes too. Here are a few coins. Earned down in silicon mines of Susan's backyard. Oh, well, thanks. I'm, I'm surprised you're able to find any potential <laughs> listeners in San Francisco. Yeah, really. But thank you for that. And as I say to, to everybody who does share the show person to person like that, yeah, that's that's the only way this show grows, by the way. So thank you for that. Uh, Susan's not – you're never going to see this in a recommended box anywhere. <laughs> so we, we do appreciate people who, uh, who recommend it to their friends. And if you're one of those friends, thanks for taking the time to listen to it because I know – Oftentimes people send me videos and I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. I'll listen to it later. And half the time I don't. Yep. So thank you for taking the time. Zach Coggins, uh, UST looking for an excuse to donate via bragging. I just paid off my $70,000 student loan. Nice. In five and a half years. I found the girl I want to spend my life with. 2020 wow. looking good for me. Congrats. Well, that's a hell of a, that's a, a lot of accomplishment to have in such a crazy time. So Yep. Good to hear things are going well. And uh, anytime you can eliminate debt, that is a fantastic accomplishment. And well, by then. the way, that's the one thing. If you talk about student debt relief, you, you you rob yourself of that achievement too. If you just had the government come in and erase your debt. Well, then it's it like, feels so good. I remember the entire day after I was debt free. I am um, awesome. as coincidentally, I happened to pay off my student loans in March before all this I, th I was feeling really good. Like, all right, times are, times are good. I can be confident. I can pay off this debt and move on. And then everything went to hell. But, but thankfully to get the debt off my back was, yeah, it was, it felt good. And I don't want someone else doing that for me. I signed up for that debt. I intend to pay it off and it is a good feeling. You're right. Uh, I would totally have taken debt forgiveness. The education I got was worthless. <laughs> but you signed the line. You That's my point. It's a I didn't know I was going to get an education that was worthless. Okay, I majored in something that's worthwhile. Go Same join way. the Antifa riot. Get out of here. Uh, gay dad's bear. <laughs> I missed the Colin show this week. I was too busy burning down my local black neighborhood, you know, because injustice. <laughs> Wow. FIY production says, remember to place these rights squarely on the shoulders of Democrats that have spent years kneecapping a citizen's legal right to defend their livelihood with the second amendment. I think we're going to see one of those months where, where there are 4 million new gun owners. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe even more so than coronavirus this time. Yeah. Um, Hassan chop from Seattle's the price is right. BLM edition with prizes stolen from target and other local small businesses. Here's your host, mayor Durkin Antifa. Come on down. <laughs> that might've been another uh, interesting intro option. Dun, dun, yeah. da, 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 da. That would have been great. That's, a, that's a great job. I Googled Shapiro's sister after y'all mentioned her last week. Holy crap. Does she have some magnificent sweater cows, some real <laughs> sloppy floppers on her? I don't know. I mean, you know, Steven Suarez. Sloppy floppers. All right. I was convinced that these were fake pictures. Um, I, think and then, the, I think the the nudes are. 
I think people are right about that, actually. I don't know. In one of the nudes, like she had some um, Star of David stuff that she ha- in the back that she hmm. has had in live streams where she's. Oh, so her. maybe they are authentic. Yeah. I mean, she's really hot except for her face. Uh, but her body's the most it's the most confusing body I've ever seen. I will never go on that live stream, gang. Not after what they said about my sister. <laughs> well, we we had a um, we had a good run. Yeah, uh, Plum Logan, Matt, you should invite Brittany Benny as a sub during Blonde's hiatus. If her eyes were any farther apart, they'd be touching behind her head. <laughs> Brittany Venti, another one with a really nice pair. Uh, she's she's an option, I suppose. I, I hadn't thought about her filling in, but does yeah. it, that's Blonde's call. Remember, I'm not, I have to be careful. About I did what say chicks. nobody younger or hotter than me, so I think that she probably qualifies. Okay, so she's out. She's, she's out. banned. Sorry, Brittany. I like you, but yeah. you're, you're too hot for beauty. <laughs> no roaming. No, Brittany. A shotgun. Will All right. Fine. Deploy the night. Can you imagine if we found somebody better to do the show? It would be a disaster for me. I can't pick out my own replacement. Yeah, but you're in you're a unique character mm-hmm. and it's it's the dynamic that uh, that you can't just have anyone sit in that seat and replace that dynamic. Brittany Venny's hilarious and seemingly easy to talk to. Okay, well, we'll try it out then. No! (laughs) Shock and William, deploy the 92 LA roof Koreans to quell the riots. Yeah. I saw some reenactments this weekend. There are some people doing that in LA. I don't know if they're actually uh, defending themselves or if they're just doing photo ops, but they're out. Laurel, finally ordered my Hawaiian shirt. I hope it arrives in time for Boogaloo. Not much time (laughs) left. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, do Do one of your streams in it. I probably should have worn mine tonight, actually. Uh, but but a laurel stream and a Hawaiian shirt would be a good thing. Tyler Knox. Nobody's going to talk about the lady who was kidnapped and murdered do- during the Minnesota riots. Remember, people call the garbage justified. Mm. Process that. Guy. I didn't even hear the story. I, I know there was the case of the uh, pawn shop. There was a shooting at a pawn shop, supposedly a pawn shop owner defending himself from a looter. But I didn't hear anything about a, a kidnapping. Um, Chaos Learland says, didn't realize until just last week that one sounder of yours is uh, saying day of instead of Dave. Oh, Dave the Rope? You're talking Dave about the, the JJ? Yeah. Thought it referred one, to abstract one. characters along the lines Dave of Dave the Brick, Day of the Rope, Oven Ready. Dance. I don't know what that is, but that's funny. Uh, it does, hold on, I want to hear Dave. Does it sound like Dave? Dave the Brick, Day of the Rope, Oven Ready. Kind of. But I know what she's saying, so. Oh, then ready. Uh, yeah. Kima says, just watch my friend and a bunch of people get arrested in downtown Dallas on live stream. They're definitely enforcing the new 7 p.m. curfew they'll announce sometime mm. today. Stay safe. Ridiculous. Yeah, uh, curfew is the new uh, stay-at-home stay at home social distancing order, I guess. Disappear forever. June starts in three hours. The war is here. Get armed, get organized, and get with friends. Also, Matt, I'm convinced that after 40 cities burned down, they definitely can't preserve any civilization. <laughs> it's getting there's there's less to preserve sure uh yeah I, I was i was listening to frank and he was saying uh hey if you thought they were gonna if you thought they were gonna suspend pride month uh you're kidding yourself and i think that's probably right it's, we got some parades to have and if we can't have the parades we have some rainbow riots to have happen never forget how insufferable june is uh, it always sneaks up on me and then suddenly i see rainbows everywhere and i oh crap a bunch of people are going to be in my face and tell me what i need to accept and what i need to yeah, clap exactly. for and all this here we go get ready and with all this rioter placating pretty soon we're just going to have year-long black history black history year <laughs> that's what it's going to be yeah, <laughs> yeah Austin all right. Olsen. 
just completed my permit to carry course in Minnesota, and now I have to take a semi load out of the Twin Cities. Semi. <laughs> oh, is he talking about the uh, the the incident on the interstate? Is that what he's referencing? Yeah. Uh, good for you, and congratulations on getting that done. I, I can't. Minnesota doesn't honor a Montana carry permit. If I go there, I can't. Uh, I can't carry. It sucks. Oh, really? Last time we were at the Mall of America, yeah, I, I, I can still carry a blade of a certain length. So I had to because it's like, well, if that guy comes up and you know tries to throw my fiance off the edge like he threw that kid, at least I, I at least want to be able to stab in self defense. Yeah, really. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's a bummer. A lot of these states you, you can't carry even if you're permitted in your state. Dustin Cohit, um, haircut, no mask, bar open, super mad about Matt's video yesterday. I made that argument on Friday to a friend and was going to mm. super chat it tonight, but Matt beat me to the punch. What was your video about? Oh, it was just about, it's just about the, the bizarre switch in the hypocrisy that, that the people in Michigan and the rest of these protesters across the country were, were treated as irresponsible and reckless and they were going to destroy the entire country. Now we've switched, and not only is it that that recklessness and that irresponsibility doesn't matter, we're actually supposed to celebrate everything that's going on. Don Lemon was a big part of this, that if you supported the protesters in Michigan fighting for their liberty, you must support what's going on in Minneapolis because that's just people fighting for their liberty. Yeah. Now, as I've said, the people peacefully protesting, of course I stand with your rights, but to Don Lemon... Okay, if we have to support support both, you have to go back and retract what you said about the Michigan protesters a month ago because oh, yeah. you said they were destroying the country and they needed to go home. I'm sure that's gonna happen. I, I'm waiting. <laughs> I will wait. I bought PN says consider this my contribution to more and better duct tape. Thanks for the sanity. Ooh, it's sorely needed this week. Maybe Thank actual so duct instead of duck. I Maybe said duct. No, I know. I'd be saying we're upgrading. So. I've I've always joked. Uh, our friend Michael Schlecht has joked that this show is uh, endorsed by duck tape. In fact, he bought me one of those little duck stuffed animals. Oh, that's animals. right. Yeah. So uh, duct tape, actual duct tape, would be a would be an upgrade. Caesar is barfing again. Didn't he do this on the stream last week? Too? I don't know. My dog barfs all the time. How so gross! It's because he keeps drinking shower water. Because <laughs> uh, he's scared of his reflection and his bowl. oh, Idiot. okay. Richard Enormous, Matt, and I may. <laughs> Caesar, are you okay? Oh, poor little guy. He's over there dying. Uh, Matt and I made love the other day. We looted and burned down a retirement home. Matt wore Gertrude's nightgown while we did it, and I got to be creative with my police baton. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you for that one. Esoterica Unbound. One, require masks to be worn in public. Two, lay off Antifa nationwide from their low-wage jobs. Three, pay more to spend all day texting their shitty friend. Four, um, ignite with a racial grievance for bonus you, points. Make LeCaron mayor. Check, 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 check. I kind of buy into it. You I know? do. Aggie jet pilot. Um, I don't need an AR 15. I have a 308 AR 10 because like 45 ACP shooting something twice is silly. Uh, well that I, I don't know if AR 10s are going to be banned under the assault weapons ban. Probably. Uh, yeah. I, uh, congratulations. I need to, I need to build some, some, uh, or, or acquire more, uh, 308 rifles just in case, you know, you need a little more stopping power, I suppose. Izzy long buy ammo, stack it high, stack it deep. Love from TGC. Thank you, Izzy. Oh yeah. Thanks Izzy. And, uh, keep up the good work over there. I, I love the channel. And, uh, if people, if you've decided now that you are interested in self-defense and, uh, acquiring mechanisms for self-defense. The gun collective is a great channel for just uh, new product news and product reviews and all that kind of stuff. 
They do good work over there. MW says, is this a boogaloo? Because this is how you get a boogaloo. Don't we have this uh, the sounder? Mr. Stelterhead uh, wasn't ready for the boogaloo. It's uh, Seamus as Ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want the boogaloo? Because that's how you get the boogaloo. Okay, folks. Are you playing? Seamus over at Freedom Tunes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't hear him or what? No, but the sounders aren't working. Tonight. Um, oh, all right. A dime short. Can I get a shout out to my wife, Erica, and beautiful daughter, seven weeks? Maisie James, not a politically correct non-bi whatever name, just my family's namesake. <laughs> Hi, Erica, and baby daughter, Maisie James. Well, uh, Thunder, yeah, shout out to you both. Uh, the infamous Bertman says, did you guys know that unarmed shootings by police have been declining significantly every year since 2015? I wonder if the protesters knew. Uh, probably not, but would it have made a difference? I don't think so. The stat, Even the stats on the killing of black people in police confrontations are not really friendly to the idea that they get it disproportionately more than other races, certainly with respect to controlling for rates of crime. So get out of here with your statistical reality. That's not the concern of the rioters yeah. whatsoever. Fat hooligan downtown Seattle was a shit show last night. And right now Bellevue is having some peaceful protests as well. Mm. The local news said hilariously that only a minority participated in the looting. They sure did. <laughs> as though if one Michigan protester had committed a crime at the Capitol, they would have said, only a tiny minority. Yeah. Only a tiny minority of those guys. Always that's Asian. the narrative we would have heard. Yeah. Flippity blue. Blonde, I've never been more in the cannot coexist camp with you than now. This is insane. Signed up for an mm. intro to firearms class, but I feel like I'm late to the party. To be fair, I did not say this about black people. I should clarify that. I said this about leftists. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, how... The question for a long time has been, what values do we share that we can build upon? Now it's like, you're coming to my house and destroying my property. You're coming to my business and destroying you, There's nothing that reason and words can accomplish in that arrangement. At that point, it's self-defense only. There's no way yeah. out. Cannot coexist. Yeah. Disappear forever. Trump was busy signing a never again Holocaust bill as Minnesota burnt down. How can you still support him or the civic nationalists? They're all traitors bought and paid for. Um, I, I assume that that's not a question for me. I don't, I don't know the, I don't even know the factual content of this. Um, what, what's the never again bill? I don't, I don't know. It I was, assume it, he's being past Congress. I don't know. Um, is that true? I'll, I'd have to check on the facts, but it's uh, like a real priority. Well, even I don't know. I just don't know. I can't speculate about what whether his time was spent wisely or not. But it seems to me that he's been putting a lot of attention to what's been going on. And the other side of this, too, is how much federal involvement do you want? There's a real debate here about do you want bailouts of states like New York and California? Do you want federal intervention in terms of the rioting in Minnesota or elsewhere? There, there's a good argument on either side of that. We are all a country and we want to maintain the peace that said police power resides in the states these are problems within the states and at some level i want new york california minnesota illinois whatever they have elected their their people into power that they want into power and i do think you have to live with the consequences of those decisions does that mean that i want entire communities burned down and lives destroyed and potentially people killed obviously i don't want any of those outcomes it's difficult to navigate the, the proper uh, distribution of federal and, and state power in this case. But I do want to be careful about just saying, well, Trump needs to go in and fix every, just, he needs to extinguish every fire across the country. I don't know that I necessarily subscribe to that view. 
I'm done. <laughs> Maggie Ellis enjoyed a lovely meetup today in Columbia, South Carolina, through people who otherwise likely never would have met. Picks to come soon. Y'all have some awesome followers, but you already know that. Much less, much love. We do. We do have some great followers. Well, glad you guys had a fun time. Um, Authridge runner, a uh, man who broke down a door and attacked a woman called a visitor by AP search, uh, search Florida man shoots, kills visitor who broke into his home, attacked mm. his wife to find the story. Oh, um, yeah, YouTube I haven't heard man. that one. My family has a restaurant struggling with the shutdown. Last night I watched my old neighborhood get looted while cheered on by the same folks pushing the shutdown. This is frustrating. Yeah. Yes. God, that's, that's hideously ironic. There's and some I, weird really synchronicity sorry to hear here. And, and I hope, uh, I hope, God, man, hoping for the best and hopefully not too, hopefully you'll be able to recover from, from what's happened. But yeah, that is, that is the irony. Oh, we can't have people dining at your restaurant because it'll destroy society. We can have people come and physically destroy your restaurant. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ovid spent the lockdown bonding with my dad, turned part of our old shed into a ball and coop. Here's cool. $1 for each adorable baby chick we picked up yesterday. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Well, good for productivity and, uh, and hope you enjoyed time with your dad. I didn't look at the news much yesterday. I was, my, it was my dad's birthday yesterday, so we're hanging out. And then I, when I got back into the news this morning, I was like, I, I'm overwhelmed. There's too much crap. I, can't, I don't even know how to know. fit all this into it. There's just too much. So I've actually I, been was trying a weird to stay experience. out of the news cycle a little bit because it's yeah. really depressing and scary, and I'm just trying to focus on the birth. So maybe it's bad for me to be reading the news. Like after like 10 videos this week, I was like, mm, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, uh, Bain Trump cops have used up conservative goodwill after the unconstitutional lockdown. They are mm. worthless thugs. Oh, glorified leg breakers. SCOTUS, no duty to protect citizens. Get a gun. Do it yourself. I know. I know. Well, I don't know that I'm that black pilled on the cops. I my opinion has been damaged a little bit in the last few months for sure but even if your opinion is sky high ain't if the first and last person to protect you is you mm-hmm. so whether you love the cops or not that's the reality and any responsible citizen should hold that view for sure definitely a dime short even utah well salt lake city has the crazies out burning stuff down you guys are awesome inert comments insert comments about <laughs> human fluids and matt <laughs> oh awesome well, thank you newt never considered balkanization more than now one side respects property rights the other actively fights against it and will call you evil for supporting it what other solution is there i know um yeah. we've been talking about this for years uh i don't really see a solution besides balkanization if we can peacefully balkanize um i do remember a time where we could live side by side with people that we disagreed with but um on these constitutional values no Hmm. dave a bunch of fours um uk here i see a boogaloo and it's funny to a degree but people will die because some do die and it's wrong but bad cops are everywhere u.s isn't racist nor is uk where am i i know i saw some mention over on d live too they were saying there's there's protests or riots in the uk yeah why Speaking of Matt Felds over on DLive says, I'm disappointed with Blonde. Not a single C. <clears throat> Kyle. Thanks for the show. Have you seen Kyle? Uh, I have no, not. No, okay. I, don't, I don't know to what you're referring. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, Newt, I saw a group of people cleaning up the streets in Minneapolis, and it was the first hope I've had in America since this all started. Good. I'm glad to see that. It bums me out that people, it's likely not the people who made the mess that are cleaning up the mess. Uh, yeah. that's a huge bummer. Well, what like, we need to, we, we need to not forget this coronavirus, though. That's, that's really the important thing that we were all stripped of our 
constitutional rights because of some Chinese virus that kills basically nobody. And then uh, it was removed on a, and then all the concerns about that were removed on a moment's notice because why it became politically convenient. Mm-hmm. That's all yep. not on any issue of principle. It just became politically convenient. Um, Richard Enormous, the speech Trump gave after the SpaceX thing was very patriotic and inspiring. I am Canadian and it gave me half a chub. Cool. I've not, uh, I've not heard it. So maybe I should listen. Uh, are you, can you take some of these? I got to leave. Yeah. Back. Uh, actually I will, well, we left off at Danny, so I'll highlight that. And uh, I'm going to move over to D or uh, Streamlabs since they've been very patient over there. Uh, Redicus says, do you remember the 94 crime bill? Cause Pepperidge farm remembers, remember Robert Byrd cause Pepperidge farm remembers. How is he not committed for senility? How are, how are we to see the riots as anything but a ploy when justice is being served? Joggers going to jog. Well, that is frustrating. That is to say, I understand. That's the common theme of this. I understand the anger. I understand the frustration. Well, I don't have to understand your anger. That's your emotion. You're entitled to it or whatever. Point being, I understand the perspective you're coming from. Uh, that doesn't entitle you to, to crimes, uh, to commit crimes and that sort of thing. And yet, even if it was like do X or else type threat, well, what X do you want? The guy got charged. He's arrested. He's in jail. He's facing potentially 35 years in prison or something like that. What, what more do you want? Go yeah. home. Like the justice is happening. We get Go it. Go home, just- bitch. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ohio Mike, uh, big donation. Thanks for supporting the show, uh, Mr. Mike. I am not going to be niggardly. He says, hi, Blonde and Matt. Wanted to say hi. We have a curfew here in Columbus, Ohio. Thanks to the thugs that can't protest peacefully. Want to give a shout out to Hero Soap and Sonoran Defense. They have cool products and very fast shipping. Well, thank you for patronizing their businesses. Um, the, the soap has, has done really well, so I'm glad to see that people like it. And I love that stuff, too. Have you sampled the Hero Soap yet? Mm-mm. It's really good stuff. I'll, maybe I'll send you a brick or just email the dude. He'll probably send you a brick. Um, and Sonoran, yeah, if you want a very, uh, if you want a very artsy, very cool, very unique piece with which to defend your home, or you just want to memorialize some riot memes on a magazine, uh, with some laser work, those are the guys to check out again, mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Thanks for supporting the show, Mike, and helping me shill for our featured businesses, listener owned businesses. Appreciate it. Phil says, uh, in regards to the picks from Minneapolis, what did you expect? Uh, they imported Somalians and didn't expect it to, to, to turn into Somalia. People were congratulating Ilhan Omar on her transformation. Congratulations on completing the Mogadishu transformation of <laughs> Minneapolis. It really looks just yeah. like it. Yeah. Little Mogadishu. Yeah. Little Mogadishu is a real thing, but now it's just Mogadishu. <laughs> New Mogadishu, perhaps. Phil says, uh, in regards... Oh, he's, I just read that one. Throne says, thanks for the sanity safe space. Keep up the good work. G-O-W Skull. Game... I, I don't know. I actually don't know what that reference is. Sorry about that. But thank you. Um, Captain Grok says, mom's 60th birthday tomorrow. She's not doing well with everything going on. We'll have to wrap up the party before the Minneapolis curfew, but there's no other sanity safe space I'd rather have while baking her cake. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday to your mom and thanks for tuning in judsky says uh, mayor jacob fry <laughs> what what are you laughing at moga dendu that's a that's a good adaptation <laughs> judsky says mayor jacob fry is from ace <laughs> come on man why why should any of us believe him or what uh, that he actually cares? jacob fry i don't know if he comes from there or not there's a lot of well, I opened up the tinfoil. What, what can I say? You guys are trying to get me in, in trouble with Susan, though. That's all I'm saying. 
Ol96er says Minneapolis has reached peak peak diversity. Rioters and police seem to be racially integrated. Worst race war ever. Uh, P.S. Diversity is our strength. And that's what that's what pissed me off too. There was that scene of those those guys with ARs defending that business in Minneapolis. And they were it was two white guys defending with two black guys, but we're also told that like they're all racists who hate each other and they want black guys to be disarmed and stuff. Amidst all the chaos, there were actually some encouraging scenes that'll never see the light of day, at least on mainstream channels, that don't fit this sort of narrative. Um, like the but, video of that protester getting stamped by the horse. I couldn't find it anywhere. I didn't see that one, so I don't know that one. Oh, it's hilarious. She just gets trampled by this horse. and she's also Was the horse racist? Is that? It was a white horse. It was the chick black? Yeah. Okay, confirmed. That's all we need to know. <laughs> No guard says uh, Chicago high rise residents are pouring hot water into their lobbies. When rioters break in, we're doing medieval siege tactics. Now that's, <laughs> if that's true, that is incredible and, and smart. Frankly, you got to yeah. do what you got to do. Uh, that now I, level I up, that up and use avocado oil. Cause it has a high smoke point and it's pretty thin. Oh, okay. All right. We do have a few more, but uh, on, on, on streamlabs, but I will come back. Um, Danny Montaner, a suggestion for the call and show every other week is randomized. Use the number generator and copy paste list of callers into word Excel to keep track. I don't, I don't want to do any of that. I, I get, I get the, the want for that, but that said, there's, there are a lot of complications like we discussed on Wednesday. Um, so for now I w I'm going to try the randomization on Wednesday. We'll see how it goes and we will evaluate, uh, how it, how it, how it does. And if it's a disaster, well, uh, that's duct tape for you, and we'll try to make it. Uh, we'll try to upgrade to duct tape. Duct tape, Becky yeah. Winners. If the Wuhan virus cases don't spike in like two weeks, I demand a complete end to all shutdowns and restrictions. I know it's it's hard to even think that people are still shutting down. That there are riots going on in cities that are shut down. I know. How? Yes. Yeah. Like L.A., for example. Yeah. Professor Sexy Pants, Joe Biden admits he thinks Dems own the black vote. Ilan Omar explains, some guy said some things. <laughs> <laughs> Boogeyman917, yes, cheers, white folks. We're not all white. We have at least two minority audience members that I know of. That's true. And some women, too. I did. Yeah. I invited one of them my baby shower, and she was here last There you night. go. They do exist. Um, arrow to then says, have you seen Floyd's adult film? Apparently homeboy has always been limp. Is that is heard, this true? I've heard that there's, there are people claiming he did porn, but I didn't have time to look into it. And also I just, I don't like with the time I had today, I don't want to look at George Floyd porn. So I passed on that element of the tinfoil or the element of the oddity. And, uh, I haven't looked, but uh, if it's, if it's limp, then, uh, all right. I, I hope it was worth watching. <laughs> you had a lot to say about that. All right. No beard bill. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey, blonde. Hope you're doing great. Here's a penny short of 20 bucks. Thanks for all of your hard work. You're the best. No, you're the best. Well, thanks. Danny Montana. Also, don't worry. My 23 and me scored correctly for the intern position too. stay safe <laughs> out there. Y'all fires and looting here in Austin, Texas until next time. Hail victory. That's blonde's evaluation. It is yeah. 99% correct european is is the standard only preferred asian allowed only high ranking asian only high or 50 yeah. percent or less high ranking asian that means gotcha. korean japanese yeah uh nobody says colin kaepernick takes a knee during his job and people cheer derek chauvin tries tries it and the same people <laughs> lose their minds exactly the same no difference <laughs> i also saw a cnn op-ed 
was saying the Vikings need to sign Colin Kaepernick because oh, well, a black guy got killed and Colin Kaepernick is owed a pity job now and the Vikings are in Minnesota, so they have to sign him. That was Colin Kaepernick is half white and was abandoned by his one of the black parents and then raised in a white foster family. He's owed something out of this. That's all I know. Oh, Freddie sauce. We need rooftop Koreans is so nineties and racist. This is a new age. We need multicultural rooftop people, rooftop whites, (laughs) rooftop Mexicans and blacks, maybe even Jews defend your businesses or watch them burn. I'm with you. He had to censor Mexicans. You can't say Mexicans in the, I like the idea of rooftop Jews. <laughs> they hide ammo in their little, their little curls and they're young. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, the Donzilio show national guard called out in LA. Really? Thanks. Uh. David count says you guys are great. Thanks from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, a blonde you down to recall little. Yeah, fine. I don't even feel like I have any political power on the local level. That's your governor or what? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Grumbledore proving once again you can't satisfy the tyrannical left and should stop trying. They literally got everything they wanted and still burned down their own. Fair point. Yeah. Um, will you read some of these for a second? Yeah. Derek Finley says kneeling for police brutality just got awkward. It will be a weird reference going forward. Yeah. Uh, thunderstorm diversity. Can you feel it when you're getting a lesson? For sure. Uh, Michael Canoni says uh, CNN calls us terrorists for protesting peacefully while heavily armed at the Michigan Capitol. But the rioters are peaceful demonstrators, and this is how you get the big igloo. Not advocating, Susan. And that's his words, not mine. Thank you. Stay strapped, everybody. Uh, Good advice. Stephen Cooper, uh, thanks for supporting the show. Uh, Chris Ames, so the mayor ordered the evac of the third precinct to allow them to burn it down to appease the protesters. The governor didn't agree, but it wasn't the call, so he says. I had not seen confirmation that it was an order. I saw it speculated, but perhaps I missed something. I could believe it was a direct order of the uh, of the mayor for sure. Basically, surrender the precinct, let them burn it, and then they'll definitely be satisfied. That's how this will work. Yeah. Travis Valle says, hey, Blonde, give a shout out to my girlfriend, one of your female fans. Happy birthday, honey bee. We enjoy oh, your content and hope so your family nice. is doing well. Shout out. Hey, girl. Thanks, Thanks Travis. And happy this birthday. Yoda Economics. Those who were protesting the opening of the businesses uh, weren't protesting haircuts. They were protesting the authoritarian government that would have the power to take Floyd's life. Um, rest in peace, George Floyd. Yeah, that's another fair point. It's weird how they, oh, the police are so racist and tyrannical. Also, in any other context, we want to give the police tons of power. Right. John Square. Martin, ah, the twin cities of Mogadishu and St. Paul. <laughs> and now LA County has a curfew from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. tonight. Hmm, to jog or not to jog? Jog at your own risk. I don't think Garcetti's own. messing around. Jason, He's Holt. got a lot of snitches, too. Yeah. I've been on the fence for quite some time, but I'm now officially a white supremacist. If there <laughs> oh, ever was a time for right-wing death squads, perhaps it's now. Don't conflate white supremacy with right-wing death squads. We may uh, have to distinct. invoke the death squads, and I don't want to get a racist rap. Do you? Gotcha. Uh, Black Wing 02. Curfew was enacted last night tonight, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, in Mankato. Is that how you say it? Mankato. Mankato. Yeah. That's where um, my parents met, actually. In Mankato? Mankato, Minnesota. After the Target and T-Mobile store were vandalized. I, that's Mankato is, that's surprising to see a place like that on, uh, on curfew. Nice, but right? I guess it's, well, it's, it's more, it's like, you know, Southwest kind of part of the state. It's, it's, I don't know, an hour and a half out of the cities. It's not, it's not Twin Cities Metro. 
So that's weird for a smaller town to be on curfew, but apparently it's getting bad. Apparently Target's ever, I heard Target shut down like 70 stores or something. Really? Just pre-shut them down because they don't want them looted. I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't try to go to Target today. I'm so glad I'm out of Seattle. Hmm. John Smith, this really sucks. People rioted in Dallas where five officers gave their lives while body blocking bullets for BLM protesters. Now they're attacking the same police. Makes me want the boogaloo. Nobody wants the boogaloo. Well, speak for yourself. Maybe it's time to tread on them. Some people believe that. I don't, though, Susan. Not us, Susan. Definitely not. Suarez, my Matt or my Matt's mom texted him Friday to be careful of protests in downtown Houston. Uh, He jokingly responded, hit one, 20 points. (laughs) God. Hopefully not. Andrew Swan, uh, Baghdad Bob, MSNBC reporter, said, this protest is mostly peaceful as a police station burns behind him. Hi, Matt. I'm curious. Have you progressed at all with mere Christianity? You talked about it on Wednesday. Not since Wednesday, though. So he's moved from natural rights and natural, natural law into the teachings of Jesus and just who Jesus was as a guy. And I either I'm not making the connections, either he's jumping connections too much for my taste or I need to go back and listen because he's lost me a little bit. But I, but he had me on natural rights and natural law, so I'm still listening attentively, and I'm probably only like a third of the way through the book. So with more lawn mowings, will come more listening. Robert Franklin, after watching that guy nearly beaten to death in Dallas, I say, let was that video in Dallas? I, I say, let the guard come in after the guard shoots paint at suburbanites in Minnesota. I say, slot the government tyrants. Um, right now, I say, let NG and Marxists end each other. And the right wing death squads. <laughs> Let them fight. Sure. Yeah, fight it up. Yeah. Mr. Rich. Thank you. I am not going to be niggardly. These guys say they want justice. Apparently justice is the name of Samsung's new 60 inch 4K TV. <laughs> I, I hope they got um, good ones. But I also heard, um, I also heard that the, some of the TVs at Target have tracking in them. Really? So th- I have heard that those people will really be screwed. If mm. that's true. I hope that is in fact accurate. Oh, Solomon Craigslist. Uh, Matthew Edwards drove through St. Paul with my roommate on Friday morning and it was terrible. If anyone in the cities needs help with cleanup, please reach out. My contact info is on the meetup spreadsheet. Oh, that's so nice. Wow. Thank you for volunteering. And I hope, God, I hope this stuff, I hope this stuff gets uh, taken care of. This is a major bummer. Disappear forever. If you're white and a victim of this, just pack up, join any organization listed on the SPLC and work together to make a better future for yourself and your family than this country, than the country civic nationalists brought. Please. That sounds like a recipe to get Ruby Ridged. If you try to do yeah, that. Yeah, they can't Ruby Ridge a bunch of people though. Oh, they'll find a way. You will comply. I will not. Uh, James Harrelson. <laughs> Oh, I'm uh, Ben Smith. It turns out that you can assault a woman as long as she's wearing the right wrong clothes. Police yeah. uniform. Huh? Didn't know that. The more you know. There were a few examples of that. Women cops getting beat up. Female cops. What a funny joke. Sean McVeigh. I mean, don't you kind of feel like, you know, maybe they had it coming. Uh, oh, well, I definitely wouldn't go that far. But I will say there's certainly a reality that when it just comes to brute strength on strength. Yeah, I'm not going to expect women to compete. Yeah. And that doesn't make me sexist. I the think that old... kind of makes other people sexist for thinking that like we can put a chick on George Floyd, for example, and they could, if they had to fight it out, well, that's just two equals going at it. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Everybody see moldy locks video, watch over and over, <laughs> zoom into moldy locks face realization, the strength of a man. Yeah. Uh, Sean McVeigh, there is definitely an accountability problem with the police. Got to wonder when the officer already has 12 excessive force complaints. 
and a questionable shooting, not excusing private property damage. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely haven't ruled out that this is a, an illegitimate restraint and probable murder. It could too. be, and it could. It, now, it could be that the police protected him too much in the prior complaints. That could be. The other possible interpretation on the complaints is we live in a time and in a society where police are viewed through a very critical lens and any any perceived misconduct is going to cause somebody to go to the police station and file a complaint on the guy. Twelve, Both could also simultaneously be true. Is it for 20 years, though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the baseline is. But he's encountering a lot of people for 20 years. Mean Steve 69, uh, the reason to leave New York or New Jersey have been piling up exponentially these days. Are there any conservative tech companies for a robotics engineer? Wow. Where, are the, where are the mega ladies at? Does such a place even exist? Well, don't move to Seattle. <laughs> Maybe Texas. That'd be my guess. But I don't know what they have in that industry. Sorry, man. Mm. Uh, try to work remotely and then move to North Idaho. Uh, Semper Ad Meliora. Sadly, this is not about protesting racism anymore. Antifa are dumb thugs, yes, but the tactics they use are far more sophisticated. They're clearly being directed by military psyops professionals. Mm. Yeah, okay, I, I can get on board with that. Um, Royal Winds. We need to send in the military now. Martial law disperse riots with maximum possible force. Appeasing doesn't work. Uh, time to try more forceful methods in this now. Nothing justifies this. Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm uh, kind of enjoying the chaos. This is sort of the debate I was referencing earlier. And I think there is a, a strong case for what you're making. That is to say, we're having American citizens' rights violated, their property destroyed, their lives ruined. That needs to be stopped immediately. And if the local law enforcement can't do it, the feds have to do it. I totally get that perspective. The other but side of the perspective revealing. is it's so your state. You voted for these people. Yes. Is there something to be said for that side? Yeah. Yoda Economics, do you really believe if George Floyd was killed in December in Minnesota, these demonstrations would be happening? Um, Are we talking, is that relative to weather or is that relative to coronavirus? Coronavirus, presumably. Hmm. Uh, no, I think that coronavirus definitely has something to do with this. I think that it's like compounded rage. And I then, think there's a lot of people looking for an excuse to get out of the house, period. But yeah get out of the house and uh, wreck some shit. Yeah, sure. And predisposition to criminality and then just being cooped up and stuff. Yeah. Um, Mark G. Um, Till World War II was very peaceful. Uh, some shots were taken, but mostly peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Skip Mayfield. The Minneapolis mayor looks like the love child of Beto and Justin Trudeau. Kind of, oh. yeah. He definitely, the second I saw him for the first time, I was like, that is, that is discount Trudeau. That is, that is Kirkland Trudeau. That is yeah. great value Trudeau, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Darlene Cates, uh, after riots and looting in Scottsdale last night, filmed by Jake Paul, Arizona has seven day or seven has a seven day curfew from 8 PM to 5 AM. Don't mess with rich people's privilege. Everybody stays mm. safe. Well, you as well. Uh, Jake Paul. I didn't see that. I'll have to check it out. Riots filmed by Jake Paul, you say. Well, stay safe in Arizona. Uh, Mark Messer. Love the show. My wife started watching it with me. She saw Blonde's dog for the first time last week. Thinks he's adorable. <laughs> Told her plans to give him away. She cried for 30 minutes. Um, yes. Also, at my baby shower last night, he bit a toddler. So he's warning you already. I'm going to bite your baby. It's a real problem. I don't know what to do. 
Mark, tell your uh, wife that she can become Caesar's proud new owner if she wants. She can. He's a real piece of shit. I guess she would know that already if she cried for the reason you're giving away. But, you know, connect the dots. You you could have him. Yes, you can. For the for the high price of nothing. Uh, (laughs) Does it matter? Is there any need to deny the tinfoil anymore? Can everybody just embrace Alex Jones, our modern day John the Baptist? (laughs) Alex Jones has said some crazy shit and that's half his appeal. He's also been somewhat right on a lot of things. And, and, and I don't just mean right, like ahead of his time, right? Like called things correctly. So I'll do it. (laughs) Hopefully he's not right about eating people's asses in the future, but maybe he will be. Mm. Alex Jones is going to eat all of our asses. Who would have (laughs) thought Nicholas Van Neal PSA stitch sitch. I'm so blind. Um, said that looting your neighborhood is akin to beating your wife because you're angry at your boss. Not a bad analogy. Yeah. It's very self-defeating. Yeah. Paul alcohol. There's some circumstantial evidence that some bad actors perpetuated riots, but who is anyone's guest world health organization? Antifa KKK. It's ridiculous to speculate when we don't know. Well, the only counter I would say is that we have Antifa. I'll be fair as possible. Antifa oh, it was just who looking. unrelated, not world health. Organization. I yeah. Up. Who, who is anyone's guess? When um, it's capitalized. I always we have say. Antifa looking people on film. That said, with as weird as things have been, is it possible that they are in costume or they're like they're designed to look that way? It could be. As far as the white supremacist angle, I'm of course open to the evidence. I have I've seen none provided to me from the authorities in Minnesota that white supremacists have involvement in this. So yeah. we'll see. They say they're tracking down the bad guys. We'll see who the bad guys are. <laughs> look for someone with a dog named Brutus. Yeah. That was really. my parents' dog name when I was born. They had a husky. Oh, that dog Brutus. would eat Caesar's face. I think we referenced this before because it was weird that, yeah, my family dog was Brutus. You have Caesar. Yeah. Tyrannidus, yeah. what do we do to counter the argument people are making? Well, people are more important than things. So how could we think to shoot people and punish people for taking things? Um, we have to have rule of law in this country, for fuck's sake. And what are property rights? Do you believe in property rights or not? Yeah. Property rights are a pretty key piece of liberty. Do you, are you entitled to the fruits of your labor or not? Because if you, if you don't, if you're not entitled to the fruits of your labor, you're not really free. Someone can just take that from you at any point. Well, then you actually work for them. Someone else is entitled to your labor. Someone else gets to capitalize in your labor, enjoy the fruits of your labor. That's not freedom. That's not liberty. And this is why so many states have the castle doctrine, presumably. I mean, some of that is about bodily protection but a lot of that is about property rights and it does vary state to state like in my state i can't um it has to be serious crime a serious bodily injury against my person to defend myself if someone's in my garage like ransacking my car i can't necessarily shoot them one but even point a gun at them could be criminal on my are you serious there have been cases in montana where shootings in garages have actually gone against the property owner yeah what's the point then uh, it's not the way I would write the law if I was doing it, but I guess I could run for state legislature and try to change that. I was under the impression that all castle doctrines meant that you could apply fatal force to anybody that is trespassing on your property. As I understand in my state, it has to be, it has to be credible threat of serious bodily injury against your person, not, not just your property. Somebody's but, presence in my home that doesn't live here in the middle of the night is a threat of bodily injury. You might be able to make that case. What is the case. law in Idaho? The case about a garage is a little, is, is where it gets weird because they're not necessarily, it's, it's, I don't know, it's not like in your bedroom or it's not in your living room. It's, 
you know, out in this other piece of the property, I guess, but whatever. That's my property. I agree. I agree. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to rationalize what the law in my state is as I've had it explained to me. Well, I probably should learn this. Law. You should. You definitely should. Um, John uh, Joel Dykeman, my Facebook feed is filled with leftists stating they demand a reaction from all their friends when in reality all they want is validation for their reactionary <laughs> bullshit. All other responses will be vilified. I know. That's next level. I demand my friends react. <laughs> one more person be like, if you're white, you need to voc you know, vocalize your disdain for the black. Ah, good. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, Bo D. There were riots and looting in Fayetteville. Uh, fortunately, my pregnant wife and children are on the military base. Interestingly, there was no attempt to mess with the military neighborhoods. What a surprise. <laughs> um, it's because they That's don't where the shoot guy set guns himself on fire. So. That's what? where the guy set himself on fire, too, was Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah. I encourage everybody that's feeling discouraged about the state of the world to watch that video five times before you go to sleep. Hmm. Um, PG, what if George Floyd was tranquilized and he wasn't killed? What if they were just waiting for the sedative to set in? We've gone deep with this. I need the X-Files music to yeah. play for this. Yeah. Uh, Beatty Beatty. First time sending in a super chat. Matt, do you listen to K-Fan? Uh, just hearing bits played on your show that remind me of the Common Man program. Thank you for the Sandy State Space. I don't know what any the, of that means. That's the sports station in Minneapolis. I do, I do listen to some shows uh, on there because it's a lot of Vikings material. And that's also the, the radio station of the Vikings. But they do have some good bits. Yeah. So there might be some, uh, there's definitely some overlap in some things, I suppose. But I've listened to um, specifically Paul Allen for, I don't know, forever. Like he's been the voice of the Vikings since 98, but I've listened to his show for at least 10 years. Polaris Mostly Friday during night. Viking season, off season. There's no sports right now. So I've been checked out of uh, sports for a long time. Yeah. Coronavirus has kind of been awesome in some ways. Uh, lack of <laughs> Silver sports. Linings. Yeah. The. Um, you know, everybody uniting to hate the Chinese. Yeah. Uh, Polaris 589. Here's a curfew here. There's a, somebody just said in the live chat that I can't read and I'm, I can't, I can't read anymore. There's a curfew here in my part of Ohio due to the riots. How are the police going to enforce it by kneeling on my neck? <laughs> Surprise emoji. Yeah, I guess really. so. Yeah. Uh, Gawker or this is from Jay. We can't keep moving away when states go to hell sooner or later, there'll be nowhere to run. I know I'm in this dilemma because I'm seeing Idaho, you know, turn into a California style. I, I don't know what I'm going to do when it gets there. You just go back and fix them. Fi go back, fix them. Go back to California and fix it till they come back and ruin it again. But what about the Mexicans? Ah, we'll figure it out. I will not live in the <laughs> South. You can't make me. I would live. I would if I had to. I would rather than live with people who are going to destroy oh, my life. It's but. so hot though, and I don't want to. All so right. Hot. Nona Dillon, uh, thank you for the donation. Halesburg nice. says California was Republican stronghold for a hundred years until '67. I wonder what happened just prior to that. I don't know. It's almost like Fair everything point, suppose, changed yeah. in 1965 and got way worse. Uh, Larkin Chu, how much do we have to donate to get a glimpse of Matt's belly? <laughs> uh like clothed or are you talking bear negotiations can continue uh okay ben smith <laughs> i'm so happy for you blonde i've been praying for you and your kid oh my best friend my best friend had her second kid and she's never been happier entirely because of the word omitted um i mm. wish the same for you all the best i assume Could... the word omitted was baby i i would assume so thank you so much ben Congrats to your that's friend. so nice 
Um, throw in a prayer that my nose goes back to normal after I give birth. Uh, Staff Saber says, this $10 says that the mysterious Dallas Bricks said Acme on them. Is that like a, is that a Looney Tunes reference or am I, I am I missing maybe. something? I don't feel like I'm missing that one. Uh, we're pretty dumb. Thank you. Um, Jim Keats, Minneapolis mayor tweeted foreign operatives were responsible for the riots. Is this an accusation of rep Oman or a setup of three more years of MSNBC Russia conspiracy best wishes for the baby? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it must mean Omar, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I did hear some of that. Yeah, Russian op- Russians were out doing this too. I forgot about that one. Not just white supremacists, but Russians too. And the cartels. They also said the, the oh, yeah. Mexican cartels. I assume Mexican at least. I don't know. BV says state of emergency declared National Guard deployed and curfew in place here in Omaha. Oh, wow. Just when you got over lockdown. I know. I am hmm. sort of because Floyd protests soon in city where my father-in-law owns apartment buildings per police source. He wants to be there to defend the building with guns. I want to help. Fiance worried for our lives. Should we go? Um, which uh, if, city? If father-in-law asks you to uh, to to help defend property, uh, I I think it'd be an honorable and good thing to help him out if he needs your help. That said, I understand the risk. Um, so that's that's interesting. So your father-in-law is asking. Oh, no, he wants to be there. Now he's asking, I see, he wants to be there to defend. He's not asking you to go, but you want to help. Uh, should we go? I don't think there's anything uh, wrong with defending your property. Uh, it's the thing that I would want to do if mine was under threat. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think you should stick up for it, but obviously be as careful as possible. If you've got a wife at home, yep. do right by her and don't be reckless. Grumbledore, if they want to start a race war, uh, I hope they remember which side has a long, successful history of imperial expansion <laughs> and conquest. You must be talking about Africans. That, sure. that, that was the South Park bit, too. The uh, whites win. Race war is over. Whites win again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Achilles, there are small riots in two cities near me in North Carolina. Just picked up a firearm and getting supplies. Tim Pool was right about Corona. I trust his opinion. Now this is going to get worse before it gets better. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to to not think about. It. Oh, come here, bud. Achilles says there. Oh, I just read that one. A uh, Haster Xanthius King. Everyone have a safe night here in Arizona. It's getting a little tense with the new curfew order. Thanks for the sandy safe space. We try. Well, thanks. Arson Inventory says I live in Vegas, and I was asked if I was worried. I replied, Nope. I'll roof Korean my neighborhood. I am not going to be niggardly. Thanks for supporting the show, and good luck. Good luck. Mean Steve 69. Antifa, more like the children of Karen. <laughs> I guess, yeah. BV, um, funny bit of local stupidity caught on Twitter. Someone spray painted fuck on an OPPD sign. OPD is the Omaha Police Department. OPPD is the <laughs> Omaha, Omaha Public Power District. Ruh, nice. Ruh. All right. Uh, Earl Turner. Trump sent them chic tweets unanswered for weeks. Is that what that the, that was meant to be. he sent them hmm. this hot facts and then then they gave him duh axe i i don't know that reference that one's advanced L- skip mayfield the irony of Il- ilan omar being the representative for little mogadishu yeah it is it's a not one. ironic it's designed <laughs> uh doesn't matter stacked bricks remind me of a scene uh in beyond the gates a movie about rwandan genocide a forklift running in the background of the scene tips over and Breaks a crate, spilling machetes all over the floor. 
iTunes deleted the scene. I did not. I did not. I am not going to be niggardly. Redwall1520. People who aren't tinfoiling or got pissed off at Matt's tinfoiling are rhinos. A new conservative movement needs to rise up and take action against the leftist media and government. Yeah, Mm. um, America first. Um, Well, thanks. I sell cat litter. Hashtag Obamagate also wears Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. As maybe they were designed, mm. or maybe it was designed to have you forget about him. Speaking of the tinfoil. Kevin Barber. <laughs> In still fear, some are afraid blacks are being hunted. Black Lives Matter story by media, despite the fact that the data don't support it. Seeking power and control, they built a powder keg and waited for an idiot. Hmm. Esoteric Unbound. When we all wear masks, everyone becomes the other. I can't see whether someone is smiling or in pain, and so I don't need to get consideration in either case. Mm. No worry that someone may see my apathy. That is so true. Interesting, yeah. Uh, Chemical 666. I missed the Memorial Day show, but I wanted to remember those who lived the good life, fought the good fight, and made the ultimate sacrifice. Jamie Janke, Jerry Tharp, Gary Ravinsky, Eric Knott. And thank you for preserving their memory. And thanks for tuning in. Pack fan. Here's some tinfoil for you. This is the beginning of an invasion by a foreign power. It's the perfect plan. Destabilize society with unrest. Preoccupy our National Guard. Eventually active duty troops with riot control. Is Ooh, it going to be boy. China? Maybe. That's a deep one. Um, are you up? Because I got a reload. Yeah. 2A EDU says, uh, great show. You might like my firearms and gun rights channel stream every Friday night. Thank you both. Well, uh, perhaps I'm, I'm happy to check it out. If you send me an email and, uh, and thanks for supporting the show and tuning in. Bravo Victor says, debunking the Democrat-controlled city myth. I'm a conservative in Burlington, Vermont. It's as insane left as it gets, but there are no riots, not a peep. Lots of athletes here, but no joggers. You do the math. Yeah, uh, perhaps not all of them, but certainly uh, some of them. Um, Rudgwick says, uh, I've never had the urge to, buy, to own a gun before this weekend. I've been looking at shotguns and ARs. Maybe I'll get both. Test drive both first. Well, they both uh, are very useful, uh, purposes and needs dependent. So, um, so good luck with that. And anytime someone is taking the steps to defend themselves, I applaud. Uh, Matthew Sturgis says, I grew up in Minneapolis, but I've been back here and I've been back here for 12 years. I'm two blocks from Hennepin Avenue. There's been a ton of looting that's happened tonight or that's happened tonight while listening to my sanity safe space. I'm looking at real estate in Wisconsin. Can't blame you. It sucks, but I, I, yeah, I wouldn't want to be at that risk either. Son of the Wolf says rioters are looting residences in DeKalb, Illinois. Apparently, uh, just, uh, just got told by a friend that lives close. R- looting houses is pretty insane. Hopefully yeah, not. Yeah, uh, damn. 2AEDU says Amazon cut the commission rate drastically on my influencer link after the Kung flu. They can sure, they sure care about small business owners. Well, unfortunate. Bummer. Uh, Benjamin Flensborg says, hey, uh, hey guys, hail to the high council. Kisses from Denmark to the kid soon to be born. Well, congratulations if you, uh, if you have a kid on the way. And thanks for, thanks for, uh, Tuning in from Denmark, Derek Finley says, I tell it as a joke, but The Onion should start reporting serious, accurate news. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> if they kind of already do, I think. Yeah. Clumsy K says, in San Francisco downtown, businesses are boarding up, waiting to see how they'll spin this. Regardless, it won't be convincing for many. We'll see what happens. Stay safe, y'all, just when you're done with coronavirus. Board up for the race war. Jim Keats says, from my youngest son, about the Amazon story or propaganda. Jason, gee, it looks like Amazon delivered that story. Second Super Chat tonight, but the... Uh, Baby is almost here. FYI, I'm available to co-host. Oh, well, thank you for the offer. And thanks for supporting. Varum Bear says, uh, the virus is a total hoax waiting for you guys to catch up. Feds incentivize COVID-labeled deaths. Hospitals are empty, empty and virus uh, are naturally created 
by the human body. Well, I certainly think that there were, there were a lot of, um, that a lot of the reaction and the fear and all of that was, was opportunistic and, and intentional. Do I think that the virus is not a biological reality? It depends what you mean by hoax. I think the virus is a biological reality. Yeah. I, I, but do I think that it was opportunistically treated for political reasons? Absolutely. I think that's all but undeniable at this point. Uh, Kristen Sorensen says, uh, things have spread here uh, to Kenosha, Wisconsin. I've been keeping an eye on the local police scanner page, and there have been multiple reports of shots fired and bricks thrown at the police. This is insanity. Wow. Well, stay safe. Uh, Pep says you should watch Hank Green's interview with Susan WikiWiki and tell me how they can claim to be a platform. I saw Sargon's breakdown of it, but I've not seen the thing in its entirety yet. Um, let's see. Oh, holy cow, guys. I guess the push for a three-hour show is on. Apparently, this will be our longest show. Uh, where are we? Dick Sex and Slammer says, <laughs> okay. Matt, what significance does the band Aeneas have to you? Uh, it's just music by my uh, a college friend of mine. His name's Josh, and so he gave me the rights to use his music, and so I just always have. That's that's the connection to me. He's probably the best guitarist I've ever known personally. The guy is really, really incredible at guitar. Um, and I, you know, I tried to play guitar, I can't do that stuff, so I don't. Uh, he's good though. <laughs> Dick sex and slam. Relate to <laughs> yeah. the party says 15 million black babies aborted in 73 versus a few thousand killed by police. Nice to see our priorities are straight from a three fifths supporter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Disappear forever for the, for those I love, I will do great and terrible things. I hear you. Hmm. Uh, thunderstorm. Lauren Rose would be a great fill in for you blonde. Yeah, I'd love that. You'd probably approve of that. Is she I still making content or is she kind of, um, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything I actually don't her know, but uh, I loved her content. She's very smart. Um, Aleda says, is blonde sure she doesn't seek Kyle? You guys know that I know what you're doing here. <laughs> oh, what can you possibly be talking about? Uh, Doc Bailey, watching my country burn down breaks my heart. I desperately want my country to be worthy of the troops I lost in Iraq. Yeah. Worse are the friends that lecture me. Why does wanting peace make me a racist? Yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we definitely can sympathize with that we're military families too and uh sometimes i feel like why why we'll what have we'll we sacrificed to, for yeah yeah it's yeah you want to be a country worth that sort of sacrifice and of course uh thanks for thanks for serving the country mm -hmm. and uh, appreciate the thoughts um new weapon soldier instead of donating to the rioters bail here's some money that will actually go to a good cause i need to take a break from twitter been making me insane with people throwing good morals down the drain. Hmm. Yeah. A Denigan. Cheers from Japan. Shout out to my buddy Shane, who introduced me to your show, who just graduated with his nursing degree in Arizona. Matt, what beer are you drinking? He's always drinking Corona. I quit because Corona's not relevant anymore. Oh, so you're back uh, to this course? is a, this is a blood orange blonde from a local brewery here in Bozeman. Mm. Fine. Uh, it's pretty good. It's all right. Maybe I'll get back into course. I don't know. But I have some other beers in the fridge, and I'm not drinking Corona anymore. Corona had a good run, but Corona is over. It's dead. I don't need to drink Corona for a bit anymore. It's gone. It's true. Disappear forever. Take time to decompress and align your spirit. Be patient and make plans. You'll accomplish many great things if you work diligently and methodically. Don't become a martyr. Become a soldier. That is good advice. Mark Duquesne, shoot a jogger in the act of jogging, get arrested, then your store gets jogged while you're being booked, then burned down while you're locked in jail, charged with murder. Literal insult to injury. Ayo. <laughs> Polaris 909. Blonde, my wife is experiencing severe carpal tunnel in her seventh mm. month of building little Nathan. Makes being a barber difficult. 
any tips on handling it or how I might be able to help? I am also experiencing very bad carpal tunnel. I can't wear my wedding ring. My hands are like little sausages and nothing helps, but you can take Tylenol during pregnancy if that makes anything better. Uh, and warm compresses are supposed to help too. Hmm. I'm sorry. It's not very helpful. I can't even tie shoes anymore. Achilles says, um, Matt, you must have Sydney Watson fill in for blonde. Everyone keeps saying that. and I still don't know who she is. I've got a few emails. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't made any definitive decisions right now, so we'll have to see how much blonde, how much time blonde wants off too. And we just don't know. Long dong, John, I feel for the small business owners, but seeing the police station burn down gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling. The police that spent the last two months enforcing unconstitutional lockdowns. My sympathy for them is dried up. Mm. I, I also understand. am conflicted about this. Um, Polaris says, I have a lot of friends being activated in the National Guard, one of which has expressed fear for her life being unarmed. Anyone think it's ridiculous to have National Guard pull security unarmed? Uh, yeah, I guess I wasn't aware that was how it works. Break this up. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware that was the circumstance. But that, yeah, that would freak me out a little bit for sure. Saint says, I have to go to L.A. this week. If protesters want to get in front of my truck, I'm switching duty status from drive to truck of peace. Stay safe and keep it classy. I support. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jimny P says, some guy knelt somewhere. <laughs> That's the official uh, Ilhan Omar response. Yeah. Um, Jackson Wilson, my brother is an ACAB and thinks the riots are justified. Any advice to bring him back down from the edge? Uh, what's the acronym? I don't even know. ACAB? Yeah. I don't know. Live chat? Uh, is a... Oh, all cops are bastards. So wow. he's an anti-cop type. Uh, and thinks the riots are justified. Well, the cops aren't the victims of the riots exclusively. Random property owners are the victims of the riot. You don't have to be anti-cop. I, why would I support random people being victimized? I don't necessarily agree that, that we should target cops for destructive behaviors but even if you are of that perspective and you think it's like some sort of justified revenge angle uh, those the people at target or this guy's sports bar they have nothing to do with that so i don't understand how that would follow uh black magic says never give up never surrender at d quedman says let us all be the best mother fathers we can be <laughs> as this is from laurel I don't want to read a classic. I want, I want to have read a classic. I don't want to mm. learn a language. I want to have learned a language. I don't want the boogaloo. I want to have had the boogaloo. Wow. I, That's yeah. very poetic. Deck. Wow. Blonde. A few weeks back, this female deputy stopped at my house looking for a missing kid. Five, three, probably one ten, with all her gear on. If not for her purpose there, I would have laughed in her face. That's what we mm. should be doing. We should be laughing in the face of female cops because um, they need to be shamed back into traditional gender roles it's just the whole thing is absurd <laughs> not as absurd Fair as enough. a female firefighter though i'll give you that son of the wolf if that rat dog bit my kid i'd pop its skull like a grape and <laughs> i wouldn't even be that mad um ashley rose blonde i'm wondering if you're reconsidering the compound also praying for a healthy delivery thank you um yeah my husband put the kibosh on that so mm. tempest so we send police force to break a church service call for wisconsin protesters call the Wisconsin protesters white supremacists and if a riots are a peaceful protest. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Bullshit. It's changed suddenly. Uh, I had to reload. Metal man says, well, it's been a real, it's been real fun guys. See you in the afterlife. Huff silver spray paint. 
witness me. Well, I, I hope you're not huffing paint. That's, that's all I got a, from um, That's a Mad Max. Uh, oh, a reference I don't get. Gotcha. All right, are we uh, good over on uh, Super Chat? No. Uh, nuke them till they glow. Oh, my God. We're definitely going three-plus hours here. Had right. elective heart surgery scheduled next month, but since SF now under infinite lockdown, likely that'll get canceled tomorrow. Thanks, Obama. That is horseshit. <sighs> it's for health. It's common sense. Oh, bummer. Matt Wilkerson, this country's not worth saving. Get out of the cities. Let them do what they do. I mean, that's what well, I and, did. And the, 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 if you're in that scenario, too, the question is, what can you save at that point? The option of reason and words has been removed from you. When there are people trying to destroy your property and or kill you potentially, yeah. you can't sit there and all right, guys, let's talk about the fundamental philosophy of our society. No, it's like grab a gun and get the hell out of there. That's your only option. If you want yep. to survive that, that's what um, the second amendment is for. Yep. Uh, Jason Van Epps. Nice to see you drinking a decent beer for once, Matt. Lol. This one's okay. I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I liked the uh, the can design, frankly. So I just I bought it at the store. But uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll buy some other stuff. Corona's over, like I mentioned. Jason Bolt, do you remember the old days when Trump got himself impeached and then blew up the Iranian guy? <laughs> yeah, so oh, long remember. ago. God, when was Soleimani? Was that was that just this New Year? It wasn't that long ago. God, uh, that seems like forever ago. Okay. We got one more. Uh, Jacob says second three hour stream. Yeah, this is the this is the only second one where we've passed three hours. Is it? Yeah, it's it's rare. Uh, oh, Caesar, get off. we just have a few over on um, over on Streamlabs, and we'll call it a night. But hey, we're over three hours, so we're just we're free rolling at this point. Uh, no, let's see. Tomb at Tra says new update on coronavirus. It only spreads at protests by people we don't like. Uh, this according to the Babylon Bee. I'm sure that's scientific. Scientifically sound. Judsky says also, <laughs> gee, the bees, RW now. Judsky's getting spicy tonight. We will not, we will not put any bikes into the chamber. <laughs> Judsky, I don't know what you're talking about. Phil says, uh, Van Jones and his ilk are why more and uh, more and more of us will just shrug the next time the jogger gets taken down by a cop. Um, that, Th- the that's a good point, though, because they are doing a lot to, um, prevent future sympathy for similar events there's that and and like i was saying just his perspective on white people are inherently racist even if you devote your life to being anti-racist you're still the most racist that we have to fear the most yeah i don't care that i'm not going to try yeah why don't you just live your life and i'll live mine and you know whatever do you do you i'll do me uh arius has been been a black-pilled week job got outsourced out of the country and now all this insanity is going on thanks for providing a sanity safe space so at least i don't feel like i'm the only one who's thinking this is crazy well i'm very sorry to uh to hear that and all the best i hope i hope you find a better opportunity uh what a crazy time to have that happen so yeah so best of luck uh mike newman chimes in again says matt can't believe you're giving blonde 77 cents on the dollar i thought you'd be a better businessman 12 cents tops <laughs> She is always going to use, she's always using the bathroom. Blonde, your, um, put your Motherland show on podcast so people can listen with their phone. Okay. Oh, yeah, that does remind me. Um, we did a new episode of Motherland a few days ago. Check it out. Our channel oh, is Motherland. It's also linked on my channel, my homepage on YouTube, Blonde in the Belly of the Beast. Thanks, Mike. Much appreciated. And I do pay Blonde dollar for dollar. In fact, when there's a, a cent in our split, I give Blonde the he extra does. cent. He gives me the cent. Phil says civic nationalism is like committing suicide with poison versus using a gun. Uh, well, 
<laughs> I guess we're going out one way or another here. Uh, we'll find out if, if we picked the right way. No guard says uh, more news about this country. Uh, a Santa or about yeah, about around the country. A Santa Monica Petco has been looted. They can't even leave the dogs alone. You got <laughs> dog food to get. Samuel Eddy says Gawker's death rattle two two dollar super chat. Uh, there was a two dollars. Oh, there was a two dollars super chat earlier that said rooftop Jews equals. What can I read this one? I don't even know if I get this one, but it's probably unsafe. Rooftop Jews equals fiddler on the roof. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Oh, old ninety six or ninety six or says NBC News is reporting tonight. De Blasio's daughter Chiara was arrested last night during the protests. I'm sure she was very peaceful. And hypnagogic monk says my wife had a solid thought that didn't involve making sandwiches. Good for her. What what if this uh, has gotten so bad due to the the commie cough house arrest pressure? The pressure hasn't. Al- hasn't allowed to be eased off. So the proverbial balloon has popped. I think that's a big part of it. They, mm-hmm. they built up a bunch of pent up pressure for people and now they're just releasing it. Yeah. That is all. We're good over on Streamlabs. We're good over on DLive. We're well over three hours now. Let so I think it's reload. time to call it. Uh, we do have one more. Um, disappear forever. Matt, I'm not entirely convinced non-whites can continue Western civilization and care to pitch it. That's that's a hell of a question for the last in the show. I uh, do I think that values are intrinsically connected to race? I don't see any reason why. Um, that said, as we've talked about a million times before, it is a reality that there are certain parts of the world that just don't want anything to do with the values that are the United States, or in my opinion, the objective values that produce prosperity. So, yeah, that's it. I, I I can't add to it much more than that. I don't see a reason why they must be intrinsically linked. I can't deny the reality that there seems to be some association, though. And I hope yeah. that they're not. I want everyone to be successful. It's not a... I don't like tribal politics. I don't like it whether it's my so-called it's tribe or... There's probably some truth to that, but the point is I want everyone to do well. And I do think everyone does do comparatively well under the values on which this, this country is founded. I just wish more people would come to those values by their involuntary choice. And they don't always or often. And that sucks, but I don't think that that means that I, or we shouldn't uh, continue trying to convince Because I think you can always build a better future and I don't have an expectation to flip a switch tomorrow, but if you, if you flip one person's switch today and another tomorrow and they flip their friends over time, that matters. And I'm not going to give up on that fight until they're at my door burning my business and they force me to give up on the fight, which is the point that we're at right now. So maybe I'm being naive, but, uh, we're close. Yeah. It's anyway. Um, that is about all the brain power I have to offer on this particular topic tonight. So thanks I for hanging out. I promised the live chat that I would show them my bum. So there. Go for it. Oh, I'm stand up. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys, for an extended session tonight and trying to make sense of a chaotic world of nonsense. We appreciate it. That is that is a gigantic bump. She was right. Holy cow. If, you, uh, if you're listening later on demand, we appreciate you tuning in as well. If you're looking for even more listening material, if three hours is not enough for you, there is additional material over on the audio platforms. You can find them linked in the description and on the website. That's MattChristensenMedia.com. In the meantime, if uh, 
the rest of the country or our parts of the country haven't blown up by next week, we will be back next Sunday. Or if your child doesn't decide to come in the meantime, a lot of variables at play. We will be back next Sunday, because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. Have a great night. Bye, guys. Try and